Personnel, clear the launch platform. The Leaving Today Podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, episode number 177. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, this afternoon, this evening. Whenever it is you're doing it, we very much appreciate it. My name is Mark, one of the co-hosts here of the LTP. Sitting to my right is the Trail Master of Puppets himself, Udi. Good evening. Good evening, sir. And special guest tonight, this afternoon, is sitting to my left, Marcus. What is up? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Thank you for joining us in the LTP lounge. We are not in the hideaway or the LTP loft. <laughs> the loft is the rarest of the it locations. Is. It really, really is. Yep. Yeah. Um, so episode 177, when I think of 77, what comes to your mind? Any, anything? Udi? Star Wars. Star Wars? Same with you? Well, that might you know, being born. Oh, you're born in 77? <laughs> yeah. So you're the same age as Space Mountain. Space yes. Mountain, 1977 as well. Um, what month? December. December. So you are a little bit younger than Space Mountain, California. I think yes. ours came in August. I don't know. Someone fact check me on that. But I think it's August of 77. I don't know. That's, but yes, yeah, it's Star Wars and Space Mountain. That's what I think of. Holy cow. Anyways, if today's your first time listening to the show, thank you so much for downloading, streaming, however you're doing it. We very much appreciate it. Um, We hope you find the water to be very warm here. We are an honest podcast. We love talking about the parks and the company, attractions, food, everything. We try to keep it very honest for you and keep it real. Um, If you'd like to support the show, because today's show is sponsored by you guys, after all, uh, you can go to leavingtodaypodcast.com, click on the Patreon logo, and we make it super simple, $1, $3, and $5. Yeah. Um, Also, if you want to buy a shirt, we have the information on the the website as well. You can do that. And uh, and on Instagram, at leavingtodaypodcast, we have a link tree on there with all that as well. Here we are in the third quarter of 2023. It's the summer months ahead of us. We have about a month left of the Haunted Mansion until it goes sh- dark for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then it resurfaces as the um, holiday edition. Or what's the, actually, I don't even know what the real term for that is. Holiday overlay or something. I, I, no, there was the actual term for that. But yeah, I think it goes dark on August 14th. So we're less than a month away from that. Also... Today is July 16th, which means tomorrow is the 17th. No, sorry, I did my math. That will be the 68th anniversary of Disneyland. Um, but this will come out after that, so I'm just telling you that that's what's going on. So that's where we are in this, in the, in this world. Okay, today we have the news. Uh, we also going to go over... Um, they only have a major feature presentation, but we have. Uh, we're probably going to... We will go over some, some menu stuff with Udi, because Udi loves to do that. My in fact, favorite. In fact, he... 
sent me a message at two in the morning saying we need to go over the food for San Francisco. Yeah, okay, I, was, we, I was ready to record and be like, let's go right now. I'm like, what? No, no, that isn't true. It was more like one, one, one thirty. But yeah. um, uh, no. So we're gonna do that and then see where the winds take us because the news could carry long. And then Marcus, Marcus yeah. has a question or two he wants think? to ask us. Do you think it can go for a while? I think it can. <laughs> I think it can. So much to say. So much to say. Anyway. Okay, so today's opening question, then. Um, we have a couple, but we're going to start with Marcus's because he's the guest. Okay, so his question is, what could the parks do to make you feel like Walt is back? And I purposely did not give this to Udi ahead of time because Udi would have... Uh, I wanted Udi to come up with something on the, on the answer. Okay, so here are the, the quick things you can do. Well, wait a minute. We, Marcus... Well, I figured he had the answer already. Well, no, yeah, we'll no, go, go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. No, 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 no. Well, Marcus has. We, we the always answer. defer. We always defer. No, that, I know, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick it back to you because I'm, okay. I'm not a guest anymore. I'm family now. Okay, okay. So yes, here, you are. Here, here are one of the things that, um, that we need to do. Um, one, we need to return a lot of things. We need to scale back all the, um, for lack of a better way, all the new IP that isn't working. The push for the new IP that hasn't stuck needs to be pulled back. Anything like that. I'm going to go right now, and I'm going to point the one that is probably most in my mind right now is the new Ariel. Whatever you think about the movie, it's not the classic. We need to return that. We need to go back to that. It has its place. It's, ha- it's going to have its, its place in the overall you know, storyline and, and library of, of Disney. That's fine. But... That question. Yeah. Oh, he's talking, what about... That, the, I think he means the park. I, that's what I'm talking about. Stand by. Okay. I'm building up to it. Okay. So we need to do that. Okay. The other thing we need to do is, uh, uh, this is what I'm saying. We need to re- pull back some of the things that, and go more back to what Walt had in his original vision. So what I mean by that is like maybe come back to, I, I said it this way, um, go back to a 50s day, a 50 opening day, night, things of that nature. Anything that can pull back to more of where the park began. Mm-hmm. And that can take up part in many, many ways. Redoing the castle, kind of going retro, going back. As much as I like the castle, the way it looks now, let's go back a little bit. Let's go back and revisit that. Right now, Disney needs to go back and touch, reconnect with what made the company great. So that's what I'm going to say. Anything you can do to kind of go back and almost go retro would be infinitely better right now. And then the other part that they could do is begin to introduce the new, the younger kids to Walt. They do a horrible job right now in the park about talking about Walt himself. They, we all know, you know, a lot of kids, oh, Walt, they'll think of Disney, but they don't even know Walt Disney. They don't know Walter Elias Disney. They don't know who that is. You have to go like, oh, there it is. Because that's another thing. They could literally have a, a, a Walt Disney day where they do nothing but talk about Walt. They could have Walt as a character walking around. They could do Walt... Um, do another attraction or something, kind of like the hall, you know, with Lincoln, but do something with Walt. These are all the things they need to oh, do. Like, to re- like make him like an animatronic, exactly, maybe? Exactly, mm. or something along those lines. Anything like that, they need to inject Walt mm-hmm. into the park and whatever they can, and who he is, who he was, and what he did, and why they're there. Understanding the history of the park would do would be the best thing right now and they need to do that very desperately so it's a good idea i I actually like that question a lot because it's a great question i I think it's i think it's right now where we are in the timeline of disney and disney corp and and everything 
They need to do that. They need to reconnect at a desperate, desperate level with what made Disney great. So I would do that. Mm-hmm. So get rid of some of the IP that hasn't stuck. This this insistence of like, well, we know, we know, we know. And it's like, okay, you may want that to work. The creative, you know, they, they do their art and like they want people to like it. Not everybody's going to like it. And if it's not working, stop trying to make it work. If it's not going to, if, if it's not getting wide appeal, don't push it. Pull it back. Get rid of it. And stop blaming the fans when it doesn't work. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the other thing is going back to the core tenets of Walt Disney, education and entertainment and family. I'll say it again. Yeah. Family. And I think I got to say it one more time. Family. Right. So those are all the things that need to happen in the Disneyland Park right now. The other thing you need to do is we're going to drop the price just a bit. I'm sure we'll get into it at some point or another. Yeah. We always do because it's always a hot topic. But that's what, we, that's what they need to do. They need to re-inject Walton any way they can. The history of the man, who he was, who he is, and what he brought and why Disneyland is great. Sure. Great answer, and I think we're, we're probably going to add more more to that because that yeah, we're going to keep on going. But yeah, yeah. well, well, we're, and I'm sure you're going to inter, inter, interject. Um, I never do that. <laughs> so for me, there's a, there's a lot of answers. So I'm just going to go with a couple right now because I'm sure we're going to go round robin here. But um, I think so. How do I phrase this? I see like um, Universal pushing uh, pushing uh, pushing the envelope for themed entertainment and mm-hmm. I think that's great for yep. the for the industry and I see like this tit for tat sort of thing between Disney and Universal mm-hmm. okay we're going to do Harry Potter okay we're going to do Star Wars okay now we're going to build a whole new mega park epic universe in Florida Disney like you're you're up next well, we want to do Disneyland forward everything's getting bigger and faster and I sometimes would think, like, if, if I had a voice in the company, I would go, well, is that really what we want to be doing, is competing like like that? Because I'm trying to listen to – I was watching videos of people walking through the park at Disneyland on, on July on July 4th. And I, and I was walking – I was watching the videos through, like, uh, Main Street. And I thought to myself – and before I even said it, the host, whoever it was, who was either Fresh Baked or Mice, or Mice Chat, were saying – there's not a lot of red, white, and blue in the park. And it occurred to me, like, I mean, and so I thought the same thing. I go, where, where's, all the, where's all the pageantry here, the mm-hmm. colors? Remember that we love roller coasters. We love log flumes. We love, you know, stormtroopers and all this stuff but, and pirates. But Disneyland was really built to celebrate America. Mm-hmm. And the hard facts, the ideals of everything that got us to where we are today. And I'm seeing less and less of that in the park. And that means that's less and less of Walt. So I'm asking, or to answer the question, I would love to have a lot of that back injected into the park. More of a celebration. More of, let's get into our heritage of America. And that's, I mean, really, that's really what this park is about. It's. I mean, well, no. It's really. It's. To, it's to sell the the uh, Disney movies and Disney animation, right? It's a vehicle for that. But part of it. <laughs> part of it. But it's a. It's a multi pronged thing. But the core of it is America. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like I said, I'm seeing less of that, and I want to see more of that. So to answer your question, Marcus, how would we get Walt back in the park? One thing is to embrace our Americanness and have a lot more stuff. Bu- I mean, like. 
we're going to go to Disney World in in September. They've got a, a, a Liberty Square there. I wish we had that here. You know, I'm, I'm out, out of all the things. In fact, I was talking to my daughters yesterday about that. They want, oh, I want to see Tron. I want to see Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I'm thinking, yeah, but they've got Liberty Square. We don't have that thing here. Uh, how cool is that? You know, and so I, I wish we had more things like that in the park now that would bring us back to what I think Walt was trying to do. And sure, there's always going to be, you know, pushing the envelope for the next attraction, but I don't want to lose sight of that thing. Um, so that's my first round response. There, there's a lot of um, tendency in modern media and modern, I don't know, pop culture to to um, try to get away from history. We don't want to. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want to look at it. We don't want to. If in the extent that we do, we want to change it and and try to you know say how how much better we are than people of the past because we're so much smarter than they are. Um, yeah, yeah, right. So, which I think a lot of that is why, uh, well, first of all, that's why you don't see a lot of the, you know, looking at the, the past or history or, or culture or anything, but that's also a part of a, a lot of why they want to try to, they try to push Walt out of the park because that's all in the past. That's all, <sighs> we don't talk about that because it doesn't pertain to us now. We're smarter, we're better, we, mm-hmm. you know, and so going along with that, that's, that's, Unfortunately, I think is the way the the direction that they're going. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I'm I'm, you know, when you're talking, Mark, I started running through my head about our conversation before we hit record, the one we had about America and what's going on in our country. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think at the core, you're you're right because what what Disney what Disney. What Disney began with Disneyland, or, okay, if I'm reading that book, okay, Christy sent me a book, thank you again, when you hear this, thank you again, I know I already told you, thank you like three or four times. Oh, what, what was that book again? It's, it's an autobiography of Walt, of Walt. Oh, and, yeah. And I right. started reading that, um, and this is the one that got like the most, like got access to his family and da-da-da-da-da, so, um, but, but what it is, it, it is Walt is kind of what we have always thought of what the American dream is. Yeah. Failure, failure, success, hard work, success. We, we are unlike any other. So this is the reason why Disneyland is unlike any other theme park in, in, in the planet, on the planet. And, and it goes straight to the core of what you're saying, Mark. It's because of where it began and who began it and, 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 Mm. Those are the two things. It is instilled in a place where imagination, where your hard work, and only and only your only you can stop yourself. Only you not working, only you not having the imagination, you not having the bravery, the vision, the freedom to do what you want to do, will stop you. That's you stopping you. So if you want to put in all the hard work, if you want to take the sacrifice and the risk, you will succeed. So that's the the core of Disney. Because you, how many? What is it? Disney's folly. I mean, you talk about yeah. when the park was coming up. People are like, "Oh, this is going to be a wreck," and da 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 da. And you think about it. No, the man put his head down and said, "No, I want this done. We will get this done." It took him a year. It was a year and a half to build it up. Crazy. You think about oh, no. It was it was less than a year. It was less than a year. Yeah. You think about that, and you think about all that does. All that was done was because of the ent- attitude and the mentality of what we have here. Yeah. As you work hard and you can succeed, no matter what 
you you go through, mm-hmm. the hardship you go through, you will succeed. So by removing that, and the same thing going, what you're saying, Marcus, by removing our history and removing what he did, we're, we're cutting ourselves off at the ankles at a huge level. I've always said that if you do not remember or know your history, you are doomed to repeat it. And we're on that trajectory because, like you were saying, Marcus, people don't want to talk about the history. I am for the other. I'm like, no, no, no. We need to talk about the history because just by talking about history and, and seeing where we are, this is the only way you can judge if you're doing a good or bad job. It negates it. it. To me, anybody who doesn't want to look at history right now, what Disney is doing, Disney Corp is doing with their creative, they're all lazy. Yeah. They're all lazy. And they're all, they don't even realize that they are working on the backs of these giants. Think about the giants who built that company. Yeah, I think about that every time. I know that. And I know we've had that discussion yeah. before. So this is the thing is they need to return that and go like, hey, humble yourself. Because guess what, little man over here who thinks you're so smart and so intelligent? The only reason you're at this level is because you're standing on the shoulders of this man who built it. Yeah. So if you do not give that man respect, you are nothing. So that's the other thing is by going back to that, going back to where we were, where the company came from, the country we're in, being in America back in that park yeah. and being prideful, being full of nothing but pride. I mean, you know, when you yeah. say, you know, the cliche is I bleed red, white, and blue. Well, I raise my hand with that one 100% every day. Yeah. Yeah. My parents are immigrants. They came to this country. They decided to be Americans. They are the things that make this country great. So absolutely, man. It needs to come back in a big way. Remember our history and remember where we are. So you talk about the laziness of the people standing on the shoulders of giants. That's the problem with the, the company as a whole. You see, sure. that's why the movies are, uh, and the, all the entertainment is so terrible. Yep. It's, they, oh, well, you know, look at all these... Um, tropes that you see in, in classic Hollywood and everything. It's so silly and ridiculous, and we know better, so we're going to write movies that, you know, that make fun of all of that. And, and, and how's that going for them? There's a reason that all of that stuff is considered classic. All those movies are considered mm-hmm. classics, and it's all of those cliches and everything, that's stuff that people loved, and that's why they kept working it into the movies. So by, by crapping all over that and you know, pretending that you're so much smarter and everything, you're just taking something that everybody loves and, and just destroying it, and then you can't figure out why, we don't, why nobody loves what you're making. Therefore, then they look at you like, well, you don't get it. Like, no, 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 I get what you're trying to do. Right. I just don't like it. Right. I'm not a moron. I can right. see what you're trying to do, and you're lazy. Yeah. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. Have, have you seen the, the new... Uh, the trailer for Snow White. Oh, I saw the pictures of it. Yeah, I posted on it. Why is it even called Snow White? It's, it's yeah. She, I didn't she, think she, that was even true. Is oh that, no, I totally thought it was about Babylon Bee. Oh, parody. that's right. You, yeah, I you, you said something that. about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, because it's you know the dwarves aren't dwarves. Snow White isn't white. She doesn't care. She don't need no man. And it's all it's like a, so you're changing everything about the story. It's no longer Snow which White. Which is fine. Why? But make why not own, just make your your own movie? But make your own princess. Oh well, one. if that's gonna if that's true, that's that's gonna fail. It's just oh, a waste it's, of money. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I called it already. I yeah. called it already. I'm like, I will call this right now. This will fail in a gigantic, even bigger than Little Mermaid. Because whether or not you like Little Mermaid or not, or even like Indiana Jones Battle of Destiny or not, whatever it is, your opinion on whether you like those films isn't even the point right now. Because you look at the grand scale of everything, they're failing. Mm-hmm. Elemental. Failure. Uh, uh, Little Mermaid, the new one. Failing. Battle Destiny. Failing. 
and it's not because the entire country is racist no. or or they don't women no, or it's because the product isn't good. It right. isn't good. Yeah. Right. The core now now one thing the one thing that Bob Iger in one of I think it was the last quarterly meeting before this one his next one's going to be a gangbusters I can't wait for this I think it's going to be next month at the end of next month I think um, next quarter or I think I got to look at it I don't think they've announced when they're officially going to have it though I don't know but anyway one thing that he had very very accurate and and I appreciate it because he said this about storytelling it might be the, the end of this month I the think end of this month I think it has to be right yeah I got to look it up for like a quarter two review I think it's the end of this month. Yeah, um, but I remember him, and I'm paraphrasing, basically saying that, you know, the power, what Walt Disney did was tell good stories. And I'm like, well, yeah, you did. You're not now. So you <laughs> haven't, you haven't, yeah, you haven't forgotten that because you just brought it up. Just go back to it. So that's another thing, too. That's another way to bring Walt back into the park by regaining, going back to the core tenets of how he told his stories. Like right there, the Snow White and the Seven Doors right there. That right there is just what started the company. What movie yeah. started the company? Yeah. Stumble. So to me, when I saw that, I I took it. Not only is this a personal front, I'm like, are you kidding me? I took it like, how is anybody? And I'm going to do it right now. I did it on my Instagram. I'll do it right now. I'm going to call any Disney fan out yeah. right now who calls yourself a Disney fan, and you're going to be, oh, no, it's going to be fine. I'm calling you out. You're wrong. You're just bending over to Disney at this point. Yeah, well, to even a, even to get to this point that we've even seen stuff, it's had to pass through many checks exactly. within the Disney organization. Right. It's like, how did this even get greenlit? Right. So if you're if you're a fan of Disneyland and Walt Disney himself, yeah, how can you not take what they're trying to do with that as an, a personal attack and affront to Walt Disney? That's how I took it. We hold on tightly to Walt Disney because we understand what he is and what he did. And one of the greatest men that probably walked this earth for a long time, I look up to people like him. And for them to take his creation, that his movie that he made, and that started the whole thing, and this is what you're going to do to that legacy? This is what you're going to do to that legacy. Are you out of your mind? You, you're, to me, they're taking everything that Walt did and basically giving it at the, at the best, the worst case back slap, you know, backhanded slap to him. At the worst case, I can't really say on the show. No. <laughs> so th the point is to get back to the, the main the part of the question, the opening question was that's how we do it. That's how you get Walt back in the park, regaining the tenets of what he did and how he told the stories. Can I answer my, my question? Oh, you can. I, but I, I have some <laughs> other thoughts too, but I, uh, I haven't given my answer yet. Okay. I can't. Um, For sure. To me, I think that the biggest thing they could do to make it feel like Walt is back there is to care more about the guests than mm -hmm. than anything else. He he cared more about entertaining people and making people uh, giving people something they enjoyed. That was what brought him joy. He didn't care about. Uh, I mean, not he he enjoyed making money, and he wanted to make a lot of money, but mostly because he wanted more money to go into the next project. Yeah, but that was his. That's what he cared about, and so everything he you, you could see like the, you know, every time he'd talk about Disneyland or anything old footage, just the delight and the glee in his in his voice, how excited he was to share, whatever the new thing was, be not because he he was thinking of how much money it was going to make him, but because he thought how cool look look at this that we've made, look at this look how amazing this is. Mm -hmm. He was like a little kid showing off something he was so proud of, and so. There were and and um, 
to by, to stretch out a little further, there that's why the park was loaded with things that were just there for specifically for uh, enjoy, to make the guest experience better. But now everything has to has to make money. It has mm-hmm. to everything, and you can't have like he would have something that might lose money if it's going to enhance the experience because everything around it is making money, so it it evens out. They're still making a huge profit, but now yep. everything individually has to. Well, you talked about it. I think the last episode, the micro transactions, how they're they're just bleeding people. Right. Every time you walk in, it begins like but they're attacking your pocketbook like a like a bunch of vultures at every turn. You're like, sure. come on, man. Yeah. But like, what like specific elements, if they brought back to the park, would go? Oh yeah, they're actually in the right direction with bringing Walt back. Like, I liked your '50s night thing, but I but those. Disneyland After Dark things are like three times a year. If they did that like once a month, like mm-hmm. like the first Sunday of every month, where right. this is what we're doing, we're that having would work. Yeah, I mean, because when I think about Walt in the park, I'm thinking like some you know big show at the Golden Horseshoe, right? Mm-hmm. Or people on the mark on the a Mark Twain with live with live music and dancing. Yeah, um, what's the dancing that they would do there? Um, where? Like in the um, Carnation Plaza or on the um, Mark Twain, because they used to have dancing on there too, swing dancing. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, having those kind of events, like oh yeah, yeah, Walt, that kind of stuff was going on when Walt was there. You don't see that anywhere no. in the park. Well, right? that's that's what I mean. Like that stuff that doesn't make money. Yeah. Uh, in itself. Yeah. By itself, it doesn't make money. No, but it, it, but it enhances the guest experience. Right. And yeah. So you do stuff like that, and you're going to make money. Exactly. Right. Like like removing. Okay. So removing your dependence on on apps. That's a number one. They're they're trying to drive. They're, well, it's a technology. I get that. But you you need to make an experience for the people who don't want to do that. Right. Right. Stop hating old people. Right. Well, <laughs> not only old people, but you know, you, if you want to be a luddite, be a luddite, man. Go for it. Like, well, like go for it. But my my in laws, they've gone. They well, they they used to go every year, you know, until they started getting a little older, and then it was like every every year and a half to two years. But they, after their last trip, they said never again because it really? was just it, it's gotten so dependent on. Because they they like the old school experience. Yep. You yeah. go in and like they wouldn't wouldn't even do fast passes. They just go in and stand yeah. in line and yeah. They're like I can't even order food without yeah. get it, getting on my phone and everything. Like, exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Re, re, the the catering they're, 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 here is the problem that that they're going to niche everything. Like okay, well the vast majority of people will use an app, but okay right. can use an app. Right. But how many really want to use an app? That's uh, that's my point. It's like, like yeah. we've talked about it before. We put our phones away most of the time unless we're gonna take a picture. Or now because we're forced to use the freaking app. Yeah. Put the phone away. Enjoy the time. Enjoy the space. The more dependence we are on technology, the less it takes away from us enjoying the freaking park and all the work. So yeah. that's one right there. Yep. Yep. You need to go back to that. Okay, if you want to, you can. But if you don't want to. Here you go. Here is your Give option. Give me the option. Yep. Give me the option. And, and and let it go from there. And don't worry if, like, well, now we got to man that station. Okay. And? Well, that means we got to pay that person to be there. Okay. And? That's the point. It's like, so what? That's the other, like, that's one of the bi- big things right there. Remove that dependence. Remove reservation systems. Get rid of yes. that. Yes. It's con- it can yeah. be so confusing and, and unnecessary. Yeah. Get rid of that. All these and Lightning Lane is a, is a joke. Lightning Lane, the pay-to-play, all that crap is not Walt 
vision that isn't Walt. Walt wanted a place people would go to enjoy themselves, not so we can sit there and, and pilfer your pocket for every freaking little coin yeah, that we took when you yeah. walked through the turnstile. Right. So that's another thing. You get rid of the pay-to-play stuff. You get rid of the microtransactions. You get rid of the, the necessity of the, the needing to be on an app to do anything in that park. And then you just return the things to the way they were a back further. And let people, let the consumer decide. Stop trying to drive people and what you think is better. The market will decide. And I'm going to tell you this right now. The market is yelling at you right now, Disney. In a very, very, very big way, park attendance is down in both parks. Wonder why. There are things the market it's is... It's the heat, Lee. Oh, it's totally heat because it's, <laughs> it's never been this hot before. And people, uh -huh. So that's my point. The market is telling you, these returning back to what Walt, the closer to Walt's vision at the beginning for how the park operates, not what's in the park, but how the park operates... Is, the, is the, key. The focus on what's important. What yeah. was important to Walt is the customer. And that's not at all the what's guest, important yeah. anymore. The guest experience was A number one. Right. And clean, had everything clean, have everything up to par, contain, containing the show. No more building or cleaning during the freaking day. Put it back tonight. You paid your people to do it before. Scrim only came up. And if I see somebody with a hard hat working the day, no. I don't care. No, maintaining the show. But remember, the park was open like five or six days at the most. Doesn't matter. Day. Doesn't matter. So they always had like a day and a half. Doesn't to matter. Okay. It, does, it doesn't matter. My point is, it doesn't matter. That's the importance of it. Oh. Even 15, 20 years ago, they would. It was open seven days a week, and they yeah. St yeah. still yeah. continued the show. It's. It's just. No, no. The, they're the, getting lazy. That's all it is. It's lazy. That, that's what it is. It's being lazy. And cutting corners. And cutting corners. Yeah. And, and that is everything. They're listening to the wrong people. Yeah. Don't even get me going on Bob Iger because the more as we move along. Mm -hmm. We might be. The more we not move, right now. The more we move along. Remember our, our topic about when, yeah. when Bob Iger took over and which Bob would be better? Yeah. I think Bob is proving me right. Well, we don't, we don't know if it was a good decision yet. Oh, I know. Uh, okay. I have my suspicions. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's a great question, and I wish they would do some of this stuff. Uh, you, I think it's important for them to do it. It's well, important. And I agree. At bare minimum, let's at least show some sort of more respect to Walt in the park. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Th there's a statue, and that's it. And that's only there because... And then how many people know about Walt's apartment without us going, hey, Walt's apartment, what do you mean? Like, oh, bro, okay, yeah. here, come here. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. T this morning, Bob Gurr posted something on his Instagram. Did you see that? Did you follow his? Yeah, well, he was it. walking around Main Street, I think, over the, or maybe Friday or premiere, something. right? For the premiere of Haunted Mansion. Uh, it could have been, but he was wearing something else than that. So okay. it, it, maybe it was the same day. But he's going around talking about stuff, and he stopped at Walt's apartment and told some stories that I'd never heard before. And I go, man. Uh, I mean, there's literally, and I'm not trying to be funny, there's like a handful of people, and maybe five people left. Maybe. That were there. Yep. And we, we just lost one um, with Wally Crump mm -hmm. a couple months ago, and holy cow, that was a big hit yeah. to the Disney family. But, I mean, honestly, I'm hard-pressed to think of two of the people besides Bob yeah. Gurr. And he's, like, telling stories, and, like, no one's ever heard that story. You know, what's going to happen if we if we don't have these mm -hmm. things? I don't know. It just it kind of, I don't know, it makes me a little nervous. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. <laughs> Thinking they, about that stuff. They pay lip service to the to the 
the old veterans, but that's that's as far as it goes. Then, oh my gosh! Well, no, again, it, yeah, again, it, it comes, it comes from the mentality shift. It comes from, to me, I, I point, I point the finger at Iger, straight up. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I got no. I mean, I. He's not a horrible human being, but I think I can. I can. <laughs> it's not a great one. I can, <laughs> but I can. I can be critical of his um, leadership and what he's done. Right. I can look back. He's got a track record. And I can look back. I'm like, well, you messed that up. With you Fox, me- you messed mainly. that up. Mm, you messed that up. Oh yeah. There are many things that he's done wrong. There are things that he's done right. Sure. But yeah. You think about that. You, you really, like I said, if you want to be honest. Be, and and you can, we can disagree on facts. That's okay. Like if we can, you, no, we can, no, we can't, can't disagree on facts. We can di- we can differentiate on our opinions on, on what happened. Yeah, but at the end of the day, the things that he did, he did. Yeah, the things that he's doing right now, he's doing right now. Okay, well, we may get into that a little bit. No. Is there anything else you wanted to add to this to this question? No, I've spoken my piece. Okay, that's a great great question, Marcus. <laughs> um, I loved it. In fact, that probably could have been a feature presentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other Especially th- if Jess was here. Oh, we can... She'd well, have some stuff to say. Oh, you think? <laughs> Hit it and quit it. That's okay. I can make it work. Yeah, we'd have to bleep her out a lot, <laughs> which is fine. Um, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> um, the other question I wanted to bring up uh, was something the other day that Sam Carter brought up in a post uh, regarding the Star Wars Outpost, which is formerly in, in or in downtown Disney, which is formerly the Rainforest Cafe. And he said, "What what would you think if this was converted into uh, um, Indiana Jones themed themed restaurant?" Did we talk about that already? We no, you and I did. Oh, we did on a bike ride. Okay, but we, we were going to bring talking up on about the it. Because um, Disney Springs has an indie-inspired bar and lounge, Jock Jock Lindsay's Hangar Mm -hmm, Bar, mm -hmm. which I do want to check out. You better. I will. Mm -hmm. If if they have something there, I might find something for you. All right, cool. What size are you wearing these days? Large? Mm -hmm. Okay. But there's extra extra medium. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Small boy medium. Okay. um, So what do you think about that idea? Just converting that to like a... Um, on, On its face, I would love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I'm just I'm so leery of anything they do anymore, especially if it's a beloved character that I care about. Oh, okay. So is it going to be Indiana Jones theme, or is it going to be Phoebe Waller Bridge, or whatever her character's name is? Or who's yeah. that? The the new the, the new, girl in the, the movie, the girl that's taking over Indiana, Indiana or well, wants to take over Indiana Jones. I don't think it's going to go that oh, way. Oh, I yeah. saw the movie. I don't think it's. It, going oh, was that his sidekick chick? Well, yeah. no, it's really her movie. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have you seen it already? Uh, I didn't. I, I'm I'm trying to decide if I even want to. I did see I, it. I I know enough about it to know whether uh, I want to see it. Or I not. did see it, but I had no indication that she was even wanting to take over. She was just more of like a nuisance than anything. Well, that's just because she's insufferable as a human being. But okay. um, yeah, she's an activist. No, the, in real life, she is. Oh, I have no, I, I have no idea who this person was. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. Listen to her talk sometime. I'm not a fan of her. I'll leave it at that. Okay, well, if to to your point, okay, let's say they do make it Indiana Jones themed with special right. drinks and, and snacks and things like that. Would that be something you'd be interested? Yes. Okay. Yes, very much. Yeah, yeah, me too. But I do fear about what you brought up. It could be more of something else. Well, you know, again, th- th- this is where I go to the mentality behind Disney. Like, okay, you cannot, in, it, it's indie. It isn't 
the sidekick. I mean, the only right. sidekick that had any... Was the guy in Temple of Doom, right? Uh, what's his name? Short Round. Short Round. Short Round. Okay. You get, that is the only, to me, that's the only good legit... Well, and that gets back to what I said earlier. Like, if you want to make a movie about this character, then make a movie about that character. Don't call it Indiana Jones. Yeah. Sure. Make it... Well, I think, honestly, I think what they need to do... Well, I don't know if I want to get off on that. Go ahead, Marcus. Real quickly, what I think they need to do with or should have done with Indiana Jones is just a complete reboot. Keep the same character, the same name. James Bond him? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because obviously Harrison Ford's too old to keep doing it. And and he obviously can't do it forever. But And and I know a lot of people will disagree with that because he's the only only Indiana Jones and he helped create the character and all that. But... Mm. But, you know, if you want to keep the character going or keep the movies going, then just reboot it. But but do it good, for crying out loud. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I would I would go with that, but I would go where I would go would be young Indiana Jones in that in that time frame. Right. Move him in, in that time frame and then talking about his, like prequel in him. But yeah, mm. but well, that, yeah, that's why that I, would be good. That's why I'd like to see them just reboot it, because I like I like him in that time frame mm-hmm. in the and either, you know, either prequels or. You yeah, know, through the, the 40s and thir- through the 30s 50s. and 40s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, 40s. Yeah. The guy who played Han Solo in Solo could 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 he do. Could. <laughs> I mean, yeah. why not? It's 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 the same guy. Yeah, but Aaron Eck- Aaron No, I didn't Mark care Redford. for him. Wow. You I, want you want the Rock to do it, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. That's if everything's better with the Rock. If, if the Disney can do one thing to make me happy, it's put Dwayne Johnson in more movies, please. <laughs> he was good in The Jungle. I I love it. Well, that's why he's in everything. Everybody, anybody that doesn't like the Rock has something wrong with him. Yeah. But would you seriously be okay with him as Indiana Jones? No. No, I don't Okay, want I was Mark. No, 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 I was kidding about that. The front door's over there. No. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, but I wouldn't. I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing him as a side character or something. For sure, that would be great. Yeah, as a, some sort of like. Side the, the, yeah, like he's not going to be the the main character. Right. That'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. But um, I would love that to be in downtown Disney. Yeah, yeah I, I absolutely. Would. I would something unique. Like, oh, you know, we can go. I mean, so to have some sort of weird, you know, restaurant that no other place has. Like, oh, yeah, we need to go there because there is no other Indiana Jones mm-hmm. themed restaurant or something like that. Well, that's- that's what I was originally hoping when they first closed the rainforest, and then the, I heard murmurs about something Star Wars themed. Yes. I was really hoping it was going to be a Star Wars themed restaurant. Yeah, and you know, but uh, Indiana Jones themed restaurant would be fine too. But I think it, it would it would it would be better. I think a Star Wars themed restaurant needs to be in Galaxy's Edge, like a big proper oh one hundred percent for yeah. sure for that. But the rainforest cafe, just the the theming. It sort of lends itself to an Indiana oh, Jones. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. And you could make it even a Star Wars thing because I've seen that design in Star Wars. You could, a but little bit. An indie would be better. Oh, one hundred percent better. Right, but right. And, and I would, uh, I would go with it, not even being a, a Jock Lindy one. It, like doing a like a completely like indie, like away from that one. As cool as that one is over there, because I've seen plenty of videos and and yeah. uh, Instagram reels and things of it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But like, do its own independent one. That would be cool. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yep. And that would be like um, something that we'd probably want to go to every time. It would, it would, would. almost be Trader Sam's-esque. Well, they, yeah, because, I mean, it, if they did it right, it would be like, we got to go to Trader Sam's or we got to go to that one. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, that was maybe, Marcus, thank you for uh, being part of the longest introduction question ever. <laughs> this still is the Leaving Today podcast, mm-hmm. episode number 177. All right. So now let's go over to the news. 
listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. Okay, first news item. The Oogie Boogie Bash issues. Uh, if you weren't able to get tickets to the Oogie Boogie Bash during the disastrous online general public sale that uh, what happened on June 29th, mm. you have another chance this week. Er, no, you won't. Disney posted an update about this sale last week. Sorry, this news is a little bit old. Uh, as part of our, as part of our com uh, commitment to share an update to Oogie Boogie Bash at Disney Halloween party. We want you to know that new sales will resume on July 11th, no earlier than 9 a.m. Pacific time. We sincerely apologize, blah, blah, blah. Um, tickets for the Oogie Boogie Bash start at $134, a $5 increase over the, the least expensive ticket in 2022. The highest price nights are $189 per person. This is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, all events are from 6 to 11, and they include a three-hour early admission period before the ticket Sorry, before the party kicks off to, vi to visit DCA California Adventure, or sorry, Disney California Adventure. Um, of course, you need a, um, if you want to go in early, you need your own theme park ticket. Um, sure enough, the waiting room opened back up and ticket sales resumed. So several people were able to get in and purchase tickets for Oogie Boogie Bash, but not everyone succeeded. The, the Disneyland Resort website has now been updated to show that tickets are all sold out. Um, so it looks like those who haven't already scored tickets to the party are out of luck. The party sold out in the past, but not usually this quickly. Um, just to have like a short trajectory of things, though, these events never sold out before. I'm talking like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, these didn't sell out. And then it was a big deal when it sold out like in four days. This thing sold out in less than 12 hours. Mm -hmm. um, and now we've got Oogie Boogie people are, are scalping these tickets on eBay for 1400 for four tickets or 2000 for four tickets on Halloween night. Uh, so I don't know what to make. Of, I have no idea what to do with this or even to think about this stuff with the Halloween party. And why has this become such a thing? And how has Disney managed to mess this up? So, so, so like royally, <laughs> I don't know if it's become such a thing as what it sounds like. Cause you said, I think you gave away the issue right there. When you said that they're scalping them on, <laughs> on eBay. Yeah. That's the problem is every, it, it, everything sells out now because it's just, it's the secondary market, the secondary market. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Secondary market. I, um, have you guys gone to these before? No, nope. no, it's not my thing. It isn't your thing. Okay. Yeah. I've gone to several of them. Um, and I don't think I'll go to another one unless it's at Disneyland. Um, this is at DCA and it's just, not that fun for me at this age to doing that. If you have small kids, yeah, but still that's a lot of money for trick-or-treating, which is really what that is. <laughs> um, there are some very cool elements there, but um, yeah, I just I don't know if, if it's my thing anymore. Anyways, I wish Disneyland would somehow figure out a way to... They, they need to because the, the, these kind of things is what, what push people away. Yeah, it, it really does. It makes it where people do not want to go to these because it, one, you make it way too hard, make way too difficult, and then, and then if you're allowing, if you're not actively looking at, you know, because the people who buy these things to scalp them, it's just a sophisticated thing. They they're not dumb. They figure out the way to to get as many tickets as they can because they know they're gonna, you know, even mm. if they don't um, sell all of them. They, they can always, at the bare minimum, get their money back. Mm -hmm. 
because somebody will buy it at, at face value. They will. Um, so, yeah, Disney needs to do something. they got to figure this out. They're, they're, they're a billion-dollar company. You need to get on your cybersecurity and try to figure out a way to, to, to try to at least shore it up. You can't get rid of it completely, I don't think, but there are things to do. To, yeah. to, 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 to mitigate this. I mean, I don't know how many times I went to buy tickets like, okay, you can buy two. Okay. And I don't know, are you guys checking IPs? Like, what are you doing? Like, you know, there, there are things to do you can mm-hmm. do that even I know that I'm, computers are made, I know how to use them. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, 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 and the other part is like, I hate, I hate the people who do this. And then, but I even hate more are the people who feed into the business who actually are willing to pay that extra money. I'm like, stop. Mm-hmm. Stop, <laughs> because you you you're ruining the experience for so many people. But yeah, it's it yeah, it's just not good. Okay, well we're not we are not going this year. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I am going to the one in Florida. I don't know what I'm talking about. And see, that one's not even sold out, and it wasn't 189 dollars. It was 149, mm-hmm. I think. But we'll see how it goes. I don't even know what the time is for that. But that's another story. Okay. <laughs> Next news item: scaffolding added to Millhouse at Splash Mountain facade in Disneyland. Yeah. So, anyways, there's just a, there's a picture that shows the the facade of Splash Mountain, the, the iconic Chickapin Hill, uh, all covered with uh, scaffolding, and that's going away soon. Mm-hmm. And there's also there's the Millhouse in front of it that has scaff- scaffolding too. So, mm-hmm. which is what that is. Um, Nothing much to really be like a report there. It's going to be like this. It's supposed to open next year sometime. Well, so we shall keep an eye on that. Uh, we're not the news source for the reconstruction. Other websites no. or other uh, podcasts do a better job than we do. That way they're a jam. Wait, oh, there, there are other places that talk about this stuff? <laughs> no, there are not, actually. <laughs> they're, we were the only one. <laughs> um, next news item, we were alluding to this earlier, but... This is a shocker, as Udi suggested. Bob Iger will stay Disney CEO through 2026. Uh, he originally returned to CEO for two years only. He extended his contract to run through December of 26. Well, he didn't extend it. It was voted on. Mm-hmm. This is not the first time Iger has been reluctant to step away from the role. Iger's mm-hmm. CEO contract was extended multiple times until he officially announced he would retire in 2020. Uh, in early 2020, the board of directors named chairman of Disney Parks Experience and Products Bob Chapek as as his replacement from this. Uh, yeah, as his replacement. Um, for, and this is official from Walt Disney. Uh, the Walt Disney Company board of directors announced today that Robert A. Iger has agreed to continue to serve as CEO through December 31st, 2026, in voting unanimously to extend Iger's contract by two years. The independent members of the board of directors noted that Iger's extension provides con- continuity of leadership during the company's ongoing transformation mm-hmm. and allows more time to execute a transition plan for a CEO succession, which remains a priority for the board. Uh, I think Udi wrote this next part. Time and again, Bob has shown an unparalleled ability to, to successfully transform <laughs> Disney to drive future growth <laughs> and financial returns, earning him a reputation as one of the world's best CEOs, said Udi. What? Mm-hmm. Udi, what, 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 how did you get your quote in there? I know, right? Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, in a related story, Captain John Smith will remain the captain of the Titanic throughout the duration <laughs> of its sinking. <laughs> yes, there you go. Um, there's some other nonsense um, that is on there but let's get your thoughts on this additional two years of ceo um 
because I'm sure listeners don't want me to chill up, talk, talk about all the, uh, the other stuff, the, what, the, what they were saying. Um, are you happy with this? Are you sad? Are you surprised? Are you shocked? Or like, does it doesn't even move the needle for you either way? At this point, I don't think it, I don't know. I don't know what to feel anymore. You no, don't? Nothing's real anymore. <laughs> Nothing is real. Um, I, w- I will say, well, see, I'm, a lot of my focus right now is on on Lucasfilm and the, the direction of that it's been going. So, my opinion of Bob Iger at this point will probably hinge on his handling of Kathleen Kennedy. Oh, so, oh, we'll see. <laughs> so, okay. Udi's I've, laughing. I've heard rumors and things, but I don't, <laughs> oh, you know. yeah. I'm Udi's. I'm. I assume Udi's chomping at the bit at this one. Mm. Okay, what? he's got nothing to say about this. Who's that? Who's Kathleen Kennedy? Yeah. Um, uh, my big thing about all this is that we want the, uh, the transformation. I don't know how to even say it, but Disneyland is, you know, like this big airplane with like a bunch of propellers and both wings have two or three, you know, props on them. Disney parks is having to run the whole plane right now, I think. So the, you know, the other two props are, you know, Disney animation or Disney films or whatever. Those guys are kind of sucking right now. And so those guys who should be doing their job, all right, we're not doing it. But and so all this money that the Disney parks is, are are making, and they are making a, a lot of money. You think, oh, they, great, we can put this into future developments. We can put it into taking care of our cast members, making sure they've got a good benefits and everything, and and want to stay and get a nice progression for their careers there. No, no, we got to put that towards animation now, right? Isn't that isn't that, am I am I wrong? No, you're right. Right. So I think that's what he's doing. He's paying Peter. To, for what, what's the Rob, Robbing Peter, Robert Peter, Peter, Peter. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, he's doing that thing, man. Yeah. It's making yep. me mad. Yep, yep. Well, um, I, 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 I'm not surprised that in the least bit that that, no. that happened. I'm like, okay, we could we could see this coming a mile away. Um, well, about two months ago, I'm like, oh, he ain't going nowhere. He ain't going anywhere because of the dominoes that began to fall a little bit. Uh, I talked about it earlier. A couple episodes back with the that, CFO leaving. Yeah, well, she left, I think, because she realized she wasn't going to get promoted. Exactly. That was a sign to me. When she left, I'm like, ooh, okay, he's yep. not going anywhere. And right. he's like, nah. Yeah. And then you have um, then the, the, the DEI. Uh-huh. She went away. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, no, he's he's not. And 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 I was listening to an interesting take on 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 this. The take that that the this uh, podcast I was listening to, um, actually, was a YouTube video. They said that Iger is now realizing that Disney's in trouble, and that it, he's gonna try to stay because he can't let that be his legacy. Like he's the man who destroyed Disney. So, we will see what happens with that. I'm kind of with you, um, I'm, I'm a lot with you, Marcus, when we talk about how he's going to handle Lucasfilm in the next coming weeks is going to be very telling. The rumor has it now, and I'm a guy here. This is a rumor, grain of salt, huge rumor. Lucasfilm, a scant hour and a half, no, 
two-hour drive from here. <laughs> if that. I've been there a couple times. I think Marcos was just there over the week, last last week. Yeah, it was yeah. a four-hour drive home. It was? Don't go on a Friday afternoon. No, don't did do that. You, did you go 101 to 37? No, no. I was um, Actually, I, well, I don't know if you want to get off on this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we never get off tangents no, on the show. No, but yeah, just Bay Area. It, you know, the classic Northern California thing is, you know, yeah, yeah. you ask us how long it takes to drive. I say it depends on traffic. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, but the, the rumor, again, there has been a couple, one big all-hands-on-deck meeting at Lucasfilm that the, re- the report's coming out of it. Again, rumor. I got to highlight. I got I to really punch that forward. It's rumor that they've been told that they're, uh, how do I put it? Um, Kathleen Kennedy is going to be unavailable for a couple of weeks. Was she going on vacation? Yep. Okay. On a sabbatical. Shit. And that people, there, certain um, executives are now taking over different aspects of uh, Lucasfilm. Yeah. So a certain one is taking over the financial part, the other one's taking over the creative, the other one's certainly taking over the personnel side of it. So apparently there's... Again, all rumor. Um, I don't know if that, that, that is true. That's essentially what I've heard too. And ev- everyone's been told these are the guys you answer to now. Yeah, that that that, oh, Kath- really? that Kathleen yeah. Kennedy oh. is no longer really. She may be there, but it's only going to be as a figurehead. And well, ornamental. And her, her contract runs out next year, so yep. I have the feeling that they're just going to kind of keep her around as a lame duck and and tell and just let her. You know, ride it out, and then then she can retire with her, talking about how great she's been. And yep, yep. So again, and she will get like a, a Disney Legend yeah. award. Oh yeah, they'll probably do all right, that. Right. But anyway, so that. But I'm with you on that. I, you know, Iger's legacy at this point right now is is mixed in my mind. There were going to be certain people who, I mean, there was a ton of people who, once they heard he was coming back, were nothing but, like, over oh, right. the moon. And I'm like, mm, are you... Are you, are you careful what you wish for. Right. Yeah, like, are, are you... Are Remember you? that conversation we had at the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, go back. I, I got I to gotta look back. And go, you can go back into, we actually have a full-on blown discussion yeah. about, is this a good idea? Yep. Would you be okay if Disney decided to sell Lucasfilm? But kept the IP for the park? Um, okay. If that's even legally possible to do that? So, that was a, t- uh, a hot topic being discussed maybe about a month ago. Oh, it was? It was. Okay. It, well, in the circles that I, I, in my socials and the things that I look oh, at. Oh, I didn't know that. He hangs out with people that can buy Lucasfilm. No, 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 Yes, no. he does. No, but I, I listen to the rumors. Like, I, I put my head down on, and I listen to the rumors because they're fun. I mean, they're fun to listen sure. to. Sure. Like, oh, that'd be great. I mean, the reality is what, what we, we have right now. But that was the discussion, and... One topic, one, there's a group of people that are saying, yeah, they can absolutely sell it. The other, the, the counter would be like, yeah, how do you do that and disentangle it from the park? And I'm like, you guys are really making it too difficult. You lease that out. It's not like, how, how difficult is this right now? So I would be okay with it at a certain level and really would be who took over it. Yeah. Even, even now, even now. Okay, so let, let, let's flash forward like uh, a year or so or six or seven months when Kathleen Kennedy's contract is up, which, by the way, she was supposed to be, I think, the rumors begin negotiating in a month or two. I don't think it's going to go over well, but who knows? <laughs> she survived before. Um, but 
We can flash forward. Even if she finds her way out the door, like they don't extend her, okay, who's going to take over? Who's going to take over? I know I have my... A a Lucasfilm? Yeah. Uh, Probably Filoni? Well, no. I don't think it should be Filoni. I don't think so either. Or um, the other guy. Favreau? Yeah, yeah. I absolutely think it should be Favreau. Now, here is the problem with, with that. I don't think Favreau would want to do it for a very long time. Favreau, at the core of he is, he is a creative. The business and all that crap, I don't think it's really his bag. No. Could he be a good interim? Yeah. Could he go through and be like, okay, guys, this is how we're going to take story and reinvigorate Lucasfilm. In my opinion, if Bob was intelligent and wanted to figure out how he to want, read... And he is. Well, he's a smart guy, but if he, if he did the prudent, the prudent thing for him to do right now... Yeah would be to go like Dave Filoni is going to be the new the successor for uh, you know for Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. When Kathleen goes, he's taken over. We have a 3-year contract, blah 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 blah. He does that. You regain probably 50 or 60% of the people you lost that, uh, as fans conservatively. You let him deliver and let him run. The people will come back in droves. They will. The minority of the people who, who, who like Star Wars now, which I hate to say it, but there's good and bad in Star Wars. We all know that. But the people who have left and been like, I can't anymore, would come back. Mm-hmm. Because he would actually return it to storytelling. Yeah. So that would be the prudent move for him to do, in my opinion, and let him do that. And, and only in, on the creative, like, just turn everything in this direction, establish how to do that, and then you can be like, boom, okay, I'm out, and then I'll go back to my creative thing, and then let like let the let the executive who's more in that mindset come in and, and, and run the company. Okay, well, or, or make it a, a collaborative, you know, like with Walt was the creative and Roy was the business yeah. side of it. So if they could, could find that if, kind of partnership, could, oh my god, yeah, get that kind of a partnership going. That would be epic. You've got someone that has the creative free freedom, you know, and then they can enjoy being that creative person. Yep. But then you also have to, obviously, you have to make it make sense yep. from a business standpoint. Yep. But yeah, and and I think, you know, I think the more the more that they move away from DEI and worry about you know the messaging and go back to core storytelling. Mm-hmm. All, all of the the bad and any people, you know, when Disney's getting rated the, I think it was the fifth most divisive company. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? They are. <laughs> they oh, are. Geez. I believe that. Um, you will regain people. People want to believe in Disney. People want to believe in Disneyland. They want to. I mean, we still do. I mean, we sure. even through all our griping and complaining, we still go like, oh, Disneyland. I want to go back. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, can I just take a half a second to address what you said about the messaging and everything? Mm -hmm. Just because I know there are always those people, especially I've I've seen it a lot with like Star Wars um, discussions, and people say, "Oh, well, Star Wars has always been political," and blah blah blah, Vietnam War. Okay, Mm. yes, but the difference is George Lucas trusted his audience to be smart enough to read the subtlety, Mm -hmm. and Disney now with their messaging treats us like we're so stupid they have to spell it out like they're talking to three-year-olds mm-hmm. 
that's the difference. Oh yeah, no. Trust your audience. Trust your audience, and they will continue to come yeah. back to you. Exactly. Like the the other the other part of that, and, and this is what always good when you can see a good story. Well, what makes a good story is that when you tell the story, and they can go to people and go like, well, what did you get out of it? And that can vary. I mean, the, right. the, the through line will, be, will probably be very similar, but then er, everyone can take away their own nugget. That, that's, that's what made, made Star Wars and any good IP, Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings. You look at these big ones. You know, now, now they're like, well, I don't see myself in it. What do you mean? Like, I didn't need to worry. I didn't worry. Like, you know, growing up, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, dude, like Boba Fett. Like, I, I, it, what they looked like didn't matter. It was more of the, what they embodied and that's and that's the thing is is like, that's a that's a good storytelling. You don't worry about what you look like. You worry about what the what you embody, what you what you do. Like seeing Luke Skywalker, a kid, going through his arc, Han Solo, a scoundrel, to becoming a man and actually caring about other people. Chewbacca, the ever-present guardian and and the one who's there for him, everything. Princess Leia, snarky, brash, to a strong leader at the end. Come on. Mm-hmm. You, they're there, and what they look like on the exterior never played, never played. Well, we'll go into Mando, Mandalorian, great character. We don't see his freaking face. Cara Dune, a woman, didn't matter, but she was strong as hell and would beat beat you to living crap. Ahsoka Tano, I could go on and on and on about the characters and what they are. That's what's important. Mm-hmm. So you're right. You're right. I mean, they, they need to go back to just building the character in the story. We will figure that out. We will look at it and go and right. draw, and that's what well, makes it even more personal and what pulls and, people in. And further. if it's subtle, then you can even – I don't even have to agree with it, and I'm not going to be bothered by exactly. it. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. Or or go, go back to a lot of the older – the classics, you know, they would have – or even going back even further to fables and, and fairy tales and things like that, they would have a, a moral message, but it was more of a – uh, universal moral yeah. morality, yeah. and not just the the you know whatever the popular the cause du jour. You're right, mm-hmm. exactly. Yep. Nice. <clears throat> Good answer there. That's going back to Bob Iger. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. So that's what that was. <laughs> yeah. That, so that's where we went off. Did, on. did, did all that come from the uh, Bob Iger? Bob, no, it came the, from me asking if he. he yeah, it would be okay with Lucasfilm. Splitting off uh, Lucasfilm yeah. as long oh, as we right, could, as right. long as we could keep the IP in, in the in the parks. Yeah. Um, because I mean, imagine they could get a lot of money for that. Yep. But, yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. But I don't know. It's right there. Yeah. It's, uh, Disney. It's right there. You can you can get that all back. All that market share you lost seventy <laughs> percent in market share in movies. It's all there for you to just pull right on back. And there's a reason they were one of the most uh, profitable companies in the world for the last. Almost hundred years yeah. until just the last, <laughs> last few. couple. Yeah. Then why don't you take a look at what's changed? Exactly. And maybe try to <laughs> go back. Do that and go back. Okay. okay. So we shall see this. Um, 2026. I agree. 2028 as well. Probably. <laughs> yep. No. Wow. Uh, oh, gosh. Well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the next couple of years yeah, transpire. No, it, it, it is going. Okay. I, I, I'm just going out there, and I'm, the next few months are going to be interesting. Yes. I just have a feeling like it's coming. Like, stuff is going to start rolling. Well, I think Disneyland Forward is going to start getting more traction. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, like, and, and, and the way, I mean, even though we're sitting here kind of complaining about it and pointing things out, at the end of the day, you know what? I still say that in a with a positive 
in a positive way. Like stuff's yeah. going to be happening, but in a positive manner, right. like for the good, for the good of everybody, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm there, there's already things that are coming that I think look good. Yeah. That, like what? What is that? Well, for example, Ahsoka. Yeah. For one. Oh, okay. but, oh but I, heard, I heard people complaining about it. I'm like, I don't even care. They're, they're griping. I'm like, stop. Like, no, well, no, 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 no. Everybody no. that's griping is just speculating on what the, based on Disney's track record. But on, yeah. honestly, from what I've seen, it looks like it's going to be yep. really good. But. Yeah, I got that Ahsoka trailer this week. I got emotional. Like, oh, my God. Like, I got the feels of that one. Like, when I first got the feels for the Mandalorian trailers that came out, mm. it, it hit the same points. And I'm like, oh. I remember when I used to get that excited for him. Yeah, we'll oh, find out. When the Mando trailers dropped, yeah. oh, yeah. God. The, that was yeah. that was a great time to be alive before yeah. before Disney crushed our soul. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still think it's a good time to be alive. It's definitely an <laughs> yeah. interesting time to be alive. Oh, yeah, no, oh, no, no. Yep. Let us live in interesting times, right? Yeah, <laughs> so. I mean, and like I said, this Disneyland 4 stuff is coming out. Oh, yeah, I mean, that, that right there is another great thing. If they can get that rolling, oh, my God, like how incredible would that be? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to promote other podcasts. Well, actually, I don't, I don't mind talking about like Fresh Baked Guy, Dave. He's, I sent you that link with his video. Yeah, he was wrong. He's, so he, he's suggesting that Tron's going to come to Disneyland Forward and being like that big anchor point of one of the lands in Disneyland Forward. And I'm like, I don't think so. I, I really don't think so. And he went well, to. Well, well, we can we can do a point by point, like no, because we're not doing I mean, at one point, no, not today, not today, but I think at one point down the road, because he brought up, it was a good question about Disneyland Ford, but I'm like, and I'm listening to this video, I'm like, no, 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 like no, no, no. But we have the Avatar question too, which we. Well, no, I get that, but the the he made some huge assumptions. I'm like, wow, okay, yeah. Anyway, we're not I'm gonna not go. a big fan of yeah. you. No, I don't mind that guy. In <laughs> fact, I, he he does a ton of work, and I appreciate the effort. Well, you know, when, when, when he looks at you and basically scoffs you off, you're like, okay, you're not you're a YouTuber, dude. You're not that great. <laughs> you, I know you just have a personal issue with him. Well, yeah, man. Like, don't be rude. Don't be rude. I'm trying to be cool with you and talk maybe, to you. Maybe like, he was nervous to meet you. No. He oh. had no idea how it was. <laughs> so, oh, my God, that's the great Udi. Yeah, it was Udi. Shit, I'm no, and he's like, oh, man, there's so many podcasts. And I'm like, all right, cool, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like whatever. literally, it was all in the body language and the and the tone. Oh, so dismissive. I'm like, yeah, I've I seen that guy it. several times walk around the park. I yeah. don't say hi to him. No, nah, but you know, I figured like, hey, look, we're 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 in the same vein. We're we're you know, like you do YouTube, I do podcasts. We talk about the Disney, and we like it. Da, da, da. Just wanted to like touch base and come on like a like a camaraderie. Like, hey, we're we're kind of peers. And nope, he's. I'm like, okay, dude. Yeah. All right. Speaking of that, just real quick, Marcus. Um, so you 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 download our show, of course. Would you listen to it if we did on YouTube as well, or would you would that change the way? No, actually, I probably uh, well, I definitely would, but um, that's probably would be my um, the method that I would okay would would consume it because um, the pod, the podcast service that I use, which is fine, but I'm. Lately, I've I've gotten kind of tired of, you know, what the stuff that I've been listening to. So I've been spending a lot more time on YouTube. Okay. So, um, so like cause when you because I'm on the road a lot. Yeah, that's gonna <laughs> a, ask. A lot. So so you can stream YouTube audio when you're driving. Or yeah, the video? I I, I do it too. I can stream. Yeah, oh, and, and I don't know if that's just because is it you have to have YouTube Premium to do that? I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. Okay, I'm just trying to ask. I, I think it's just a setting that you can turn on, so so I can turn my my screen off mm -hmm. and, and still continue to. 
Mm. Good to know. Good to Here. know. Which, I, of I, course, I, I, I always do because that is the only safe, safe thing and legal to do when you're way. driving. Yep. Oh, sure, sure. I'm just trying to think of how we're going to do this. I, I do it. No, I do it at work, too. I will sit there and start the video. You go click. You do a couple little things, yeah. and then you can shut your screen oh. off and have the auto playing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Just, just do a little asking. Okay, next news item. Disneyland workers could get nearly a $20 an hour following. Um, could get nearly $20 an hour following an appeals court ruling. Yeah. So that just happened. Uh, a three-judge panel from the fourth appellate district court ruled that Disney needs to to follow Anaheim's minimum wage law because it does not because it does in fact receive city subsidies. Yes, they definitely do receive mm-hmm. subsidies. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means Disneyland employees could soon see their minimum wage increase to nearly twenty dollars an hour. Good for them. Good for them. Um, so this is still something that Disney's probably going to push back on. I would imagine. Well, yeah. I mean, that is the the game, right? That is the game. Yep. But. Um, that is a really good thing for them, and I hope that I hope those cast members get every dime they can get. Yeah, I mean, we yeah, we always, always, always say that the the, the cast members are the lifeblood of the park. They are. They need to get as much as they can. I mean, you're talking from characters to just the av- you know the the everyday attraction operator, the whole thing, all of them. They're trained. They're trained to to. to to act and be a certain way, pay them for that. Yes, they're not just the guy on the corner selling, flipping, you know, at the freaking burger, at a Burger King or McDonald's flipping a burger. There's, there are more. There are more expectations to put yeah. upon them. And they're not there for a paycheck. Those people are all there because their heart is. They bleed Disney. Yeah. yeah. So reward that. Right. Uh, newsflash: You pay somebody well, they're usually pretty happy, and they usually do a good job. Yep. And they stick around. And Correct. Correct. Uh, last news that I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch on is um, again t- tomorrow Disneyland celebrates its 68th anniversary with a special cavalcade. Though 68 isn't a big anniversary like the 70th probably will be. Disneyland has celebrated past anniversaries with similar cavalcades. The, the there's there's a picture of a cavalcade from uh, 2021. It'll likely feature Mickey and friends as well as some other classic Disney characters. Um, so. Let's see. The, the, the Cavalcade will be performed at 11.45 at Disneyland Park. And that's what I want to say. But the, the time this hits the air, this will be long past. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to, it would, it would be a miss if we, or sorry, remiss if we did not uh, say something about that. Remember that, everybody that's listening right now? Remember back on the 17th when they had that Cavalcade? <laughs> yeah. Where that was, was something, huh? Where were you? <laughs> okay, so that was the end of the news. But, um... Now, the randomizer did show up, in, and and I don't know, the most inopportune times, because you got to segue into the next section, but the randomizer, it must be addressed. Oh, randomizer. I know. So, uh, again, we need to keep one. We need, we need to um, remove one, and we need to uh, enhance one mm-hmm. with instructions. So, today's randomizer spit out Pinocchio's Daring Journey, Astro Orbiter, and Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Ooh. So I love it when both parks are represented, and yep. they are in this in this instance. So I already Pin- got mine. Pinocchio's Daring Journey, Astro Orbiter, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. One must go, one must stay, one must be enhanced. I got mine. Uh, but Marcus is the guest. Uh-huh. Oh, well, he's a family member. <laughs> so you can go first, or you can get, you can de- uh, de- uh, defer to Udi, who. Well, this isn't a particularly 
Yeah, I'm not particularly passionate about any of these. Do you, so. do you want that we should I request a randomizer? No, okay. no, that's fine. I, okay. I'll work with it. Um, okay. I I guess I'll just leave Pinocchio alone because there's nothing to do there. Okay. Um, the the orbiter, other than uh, aesthetics, I don't really have much use for that. <laughs> okay. So we can go ahead and get rid of that, and then um, guardians. Um, I would enhance it by making it. A completely different ride, uh, some sort of a different ride uh, vehicle or type of ride, because I love the theming of it, but I have no desire to be to be dropped. Oh my gosh! I hate the. I, it's not. It doesn't scare me. I just, it doesn't those... make me sick. It. I just. It makes. I just don't like the feeling of it, You're and I don't. Those weird dudes. There, there's a handful of weird dudes that don't. Weird people that do not like this, and my daughter's one. I'm like, what in the world? Is wrong with you guys? <laughs> because it gives me a terrible physical feeling, and I'd, I'd rather not have terrible physical feelings. Okay, fair I, enough, I get fair enough, enough of those. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I, I just, I mean, I just love that thing. I right. mean, there are certain rides I like. I'll, I'll never do the teacups or Star Tours again, but I, I would do this one every day of the week, and mm-hmm. maybe twice on Sunday. See, that's a, a lot of people are like. Oh, are you scared of drops? And I'm like, no, it's not. It doesn't scare me, and it doesn't make me physically sick or anything. Yeah, I, I just. You don't like it's the just sensation. A, it's just a miserable yeah. feeling. Yeah. Why do I want to feel like that? Sure. Yeah, I, I can be miserable love, by myself. I love that feeling. Yeah. I love the theming of it, though. Yeah. Like, I, if I could just walk through the queue, I would. Okay. They, they let me just walk out the other side. But. It's so funny how people are, how we're all different, you know? I mean, you don't like it. I I laugh the whole time I'm on it. I'm like, this is the greatest thing. I'm howling. Um, but like, you know, if I go on teacups with my daughters, I'm like, we're not moving at all. This is horrible. And they're, and they're laughing, having a great time. So it's just funny the, the way some attractions affect us. I think that one in particular too, over, over another ride that would like, if we just, it just climbs up and then drops, I'd be okay with that Yeah, because it's like, okay, I'm going to be miserable, but it's, you know, then it's over with, but the way it like, it just keeps going. So you don't know when it's going to end. You're just like, when, when is this going to stop? Uh, is the rest of your family into it, or are they like, no, none of us really care for it. No. <laughs> okay, good. Wow. Okay. No, yeah, we've all, I think we've all ridden it once. My wife hasn't even ridden it since it was Guardians. She wrote it as Tower uh, Terror. Tower, yeah, but <laughs> even then, I think she only wrote it once. Okay, so the good news is that's four, four less people in line for us. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> okay. There you go. All right, so good answers. Uh, Udi? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to mirror, mirror yours, but, um, You'll see where I go different. Uh, yeah, Pinocchio, leave be. Leave it be. Um, then the, um, and then yeah, Orbiter. Yeah, it, it can go. I mean, aesthetically, people will argue that, but I'm like, other than like for it to be an actual good attraction, nah. Yeah. Uh, and then Guardians, I would upgrade. Now, the the way that I would upgrade it are, uh, I think, is. Increase. I I want the story updated. So maybe a little bit more up to speed with Guardians Three in that more of like that. Um, increase the music because there are six different songs. Sure. I think it's six. Okay, and then the other one that I want to do is also. I don't know how feasible, but it'd be cool. Is that occasionally you'll get into the after the the mon- um, after dark, do monsters after dark. Yeah, that's fun. So you know, like occasionally you'll get in there and be like, okay, I know the song, I know this one, but all of a sudden you jump in that one, like, and now I'm in the dark, 
That would be great because that would add to the whole like excitement of like, ooh, what am I? Because we already get that when we're going to get in there, right? Yeah. We're going to like, oh, what song we're we going to get? So it adds to that like, you know, that the very the variability uh, or the the it being buried is nice because it makes and adds that unknown factor. Yeah. Now do that, increase the music so that increases even more, and then make it where you may actually go into it. And uh, after dark, we're completely blacked out. That kind of thing. So that just will show up as a as a random thing. Yeah, like a random thing, like completely <laughs> random. Like you know, one one uh, out of one out of fifty or one out of uh, thirty rides, yeah. you know, gets that one. That would be epic, because you totally not for Marcus. That wouldn't be epic. That would be epic for me. <laughs> I would like literally like go on it and go on it and go on until I got it. I'm like, I'm gonna go again. I'm gonna go again. I'm gonna go again. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Fine. That's fine. That's one less person in every other line. So. <laughs> there you exactly. go. There you go. That's true. <laughs> one less for web slingers. <laughs> you can have that one, too. Yeah, you can have that one, too. <laughs> I'll throw that in as a freebie. <laughs> okay. I am I'm going to keep Guardians of the Galaxy the way it is. I think it's great the way it is. Um, I, but I can see Udi's point to that as well. That would be kind of fun to have that random mi- or Monsters After Dark thing. Um, I'm going to get rid of Pinocchio's During, during Journey. No one goes on that thing anyway. Whoa. I know. Jess. I, I go on it every single time. Do you? Because it's always a five-minute wait, so. Oh, okay. Well. It's not that it's a must-ride. It's just that, you know, we're always yeah. looking for short ride lines, so. Yeah. Um, but Astro Orbiter, I'm changing. I'm going to put it back where it belongs. Yep. I'm going to put it back up on top, make, make slight, slightly bigger uh Cones or whatever rockets you can ride in, so I could sit, sit Bigger in. Bigger ride vehicle <laughs> for yeah, large fellows. For larger fellows, and um, that and I'm gonna put it, yeah, right back where it belongs. I think it would, would look great up there, just spinning around. It'd be better. That would be so cool to ride it up there. And you yeah. get to clear out the what the bottleneck of death or whatever the, the Shannon mm-hmm. was calling it, or the, um, the funnel of death. Funnel. Funnel of death. Yeah. So that that's what I do. But I mean, but, imagine them putting. Uh, anyway, it's up. It's up on top in uh, Disney World. No, you put it back and then you open that. Remember we talked about it? Like it's the one thing when it was up high was like beckoning. It's the same thing. It's that, beckoning. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. Why? Why? When you turn Main Street and you have the castle at the end. Yeah. You know, the weenie. Well, I, or yeah. yeah, and from Ireland originally had the rocket that didn't even do anything, <laughs> but it's like it's something to draw you yeah. draw you in. Yep. That gets back to thinking like Walt. Sure. What will draw people in? Yep. yep. No, and and. Going back to that, that that's one of the things why Main Street going into the castle is so amazing, mm-hmm. is because you know, going back to going back like it just reminded me. Going back to your topic about you know what would bring Walt back, one of the things that makes uh, Main Street you were saying, and someone one of the one of the YouTube channels I was listening to brought it up and went, holy crap, that's you're you're hundred he was a hundred percent spot on. That Main Street represents America. Yeah. Obviously, right? Sure. But not only like it as a physical thing, but as also a... An ideal. An ideal. Because mm. you can sit there and you can go and you go through America and you work and da 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 And then what can you have at the end of the road? Your castle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can live your fantasy. You can think that big. And then at the end of the day, you work through and you do all this stuff. And in America, boom, you can have your castle at the end of the day. I was like, holy crap. I hadn't really ever thought of it now that way. I not about that either. But I'm all... Holy crap. Another another thing, when you tell, just put a good story out there. People will find the meaning in it. But anyway. Yeah. Same thing what well, happened there. Put the rockets on the back. You're like, ooh, let's go over there. Let's go over there for sure. All right. 
Next, uh, next thing um, before we go to the food, which I think is going to be our future presentation and shaping up. Um, I did ask a question. Um, shoot. Regarding Disneyland being overpricing, is it overpricing? Have they outpriced the gas? Yes. Next topic. Okay. So, um, oh, Bob Gurr liked my comment. That's great. Thank, you, thank, thank, thank you, Bob Gurr. Did he? He did. Um, so his assistant did, but that's okay. yeah, his assistant did. <laughs> it's okay. So uh, the question was, has Disney outpriced their customer? And first, Prime Office said. Yes and no. They are they are outpricing the vacationer, but avid fans will continue to will will continue no matter what price. Okay. Mm. My mom said yes, most definitely, definitely. Okay. She, she, <laughs> apparently, my yep. mom said that way. Straight to the point. Um, someday, I'll be on time. Said yep. <laughs> uh, I love it. Well put. <laughs> Big Chev, which is a, a Udi's friend, is I think it's Aaron. Yep. Said yes. No, it's Alex. Oh. Oh, no, Big Shave is Aaron. Sorry, okay. I was thinking about another one. Yeah. Laura said yes, but I'm the sucker who will gladly keep paying it. Yes, you will, Laura. And by the way, Laura, you need to be on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm, I keep threatening you. With the, you you've, been on the, you've been a supporter for several years, and you need to be on the show. Where are you at? Calling you out again. And, but thank you for, for representing. She was uh, repping the LTP in the park. I saw that. Thank park. you again. Yeah. That was awesome. Yes, we're in some LTP swag in the park. Yep. I don't even do that. <laughs> I do. But, you know, we have the new tie-dye shirts. Maybe I will. Dude, I'm going to get the one with Jess. You should do that. <laughs> I should do that. Okay. Uh, sir, sarcastic eyesore. Uh, I think it's Aaron. Eyesore? Reread that. Oh, sorry. Sarcastic Eeyore. Yeah. I'm like, sorry. Eeyore. Eeyore, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry. That's Aaron, right? Sorry, Aaron. Uh, I, dude. It's the. You're not an eyesore. (laughs) Sorry. I'm going to keep it in there because I I do make mistakes a lot. Eeyore, sarcastic oh Eeyore. Oh my lord, that is the that's an epic flub. Is it? Yeah. Uh, he said yes. That's commission point two of him. And what oh, you and, and he's got his kids and you know oh my. And what you get for all of that money doesn't feel worth it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, problem. Problem. Mandalore SD said definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle's ref school said yes. Most people. But most people keep filling the parks. Bummer for some of us poors, but market economics. Skittle Muffin said yes. Mm-hmm. Eric said yes from our show last week. Of course, it's going to be expensive for him. Mm-hmm. Becky said priced out. Now that I can't go as often every year to every to every other. No more last-minute trips. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. No more last-minute trips. No. Nope. Um, Gig 27, which is um, Jess's aunt, said yes. Gerber said, not quite yet, but I think they will be there soon. Fernando said, F yes. <laughs> not, uh, <laughs> yep. Nothing less. In fact, I was the last one. In fact, yep. he was the very first one that responded. Yep. F yes. So anyways, uh, yeah, the predominant answer is, yeah, they've done some that, price. That was like the only answer, really. Uh, well, no, Gerber said soon. Well, well, yeah, but yeah, well there, on there are a couple of, yeah, they will be. Well, again, problem. problem, problem. Well, okay. 
So we, we've talked about it before that, that Disney has brought that up. Like they want part of the reason why they're doing that is to control the crowds a little bit. OK, get that. Um, and to keep the, the, the undesirables out again. Fair. They're both fair. But at what point in time do you go too far? Well, well and I would argue since everybody's answering yes, what are they actually pricing the whether they are or not? The perception is that they are exactly because even if you can still afford it, are you getting the value for your money that you feel that you should? And who said or that we used and, to? And who made that comment that it, when you go, you don't feel was that right? It's eyesore. <laughs> the, 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 the eyesore. Um, <laughs> anyway, no, no, but exactly perception is huge, right? So even if you don't, if you have the money, yeah, because I could go, but I'm like, okay, well, I'll get there when I get there now. I, I still want to go, yeah. but it is, has not, the, the priority has dropped. And we've talked about, we've been talking about this for a while now, how, how that, as much as we have Disney, and we talked about our last episode uh, with a lot of the people who called in, we feel like it's home, a- absolutely. But there is still a thing of like, there are other adventures out there. Yes. So how do we gauge what we can do? I mean, without going into a, the deep end about economy and how we all are and, and, and everyone's up and down and the economy is, could be been doing better. I'll leave it there. Should be doing better. I'll leave it there. Um, but... They, you know, it's making people make decisions that in the past were like no brainers. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, we're going to go in the park in a couple of months. OK, let's go a couple of weeks. OK, let's go like last minute trip. Who said that? Becky, right? No, yeah. Yeah. Last minute trips. I'll go. I won't go without going down the road. Why th- those are not happening anymore. But yeah, Disney needs to do something to negate that. They need to reinstate the, the value to going to the park. When you break down numbers and yada yada, like really the money you spend for how much time you spend in the park, it time for money is actually pretty good value overall still compared to other events. But that being said, that perception isn't there. Mm. Clearly, I mean everybody, almost everybody said yep. Right. So that 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 to me is a huge thing, and and, and all those people who are responded are avid Disney fans. Mm-hmm. They're not just you know the average you know vacationer. Mm-hmm. These are avid Disney fans who love the park. And they're all like, yup, 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 yup. Mm-hmm. So that's a problem. I know for me, I used to be in a constant state of planning my next Disney trip. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Constantly. And I was figuring, you know, I've been looking at it realistically of how I can, you know, maybe I could move a few things around or, you know, whatever I, whatever I got to do to get my family down there. Mm-hmm. And now my sons are, are, you know, pay for themselves. And now I'm only paying for two people instead of four. Mm-hmm. And it's still the, the idea of a Disneyland trip is, usually exist in my mind more in the abstract, you know, along with all the chores that I, or, you know, <laughs> my, my house projects mm-hmm. that my wife keeps telling me I need to do. I just, yeah, I know, I know. You know, oh, we need to replace the flooring. Yeah, I know. We need to go to Disneyland. Yeah, I know. It's just something that, you know, it needs to happen, but it, I'm not actively planning it anymore because it's just not, yep. it, it's just not as attainable. Mm. Or, or even if it is attainable, it's so much more complicated now too. Well, no, and, and, and again, these are these are all the factors, all these things. I mean, th- that kind of question, even though it's a simple question, there are many many uh, aspects that play into the answer being yes. The, the answer is a right. simple yes, but the the factors of why it's a, a simple answer of yes there are are many. So yeah, 
But yeah, they are. I mean, I'm 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 a single guy. I can go and do what I want. And like I said, I can go. I can book a trip right now and be like, okay, I'm going. Yeah. But if you can get a reservation. If I can get a reservation. Yes. If I can, yeah. All all. <laughs> well, it would be much easier if you had a, uh, had a, had an AP. For sure. Well, I know. Oh yeah. No, it wouldn't because I have blackout dates. But anyway, I'm not. Well, you wouldn't pick a blackout date. You would well, no, I couldn't pick a blackout date. Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't make a blackout date. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's one of those things. Is like for a family. Yeah, I mean, I think of like Fernando and I'm back. I mean, and, and Aaron, Karina. I mean, you, I, I think all the people, all the cool people that we know that have families. It's yeah. like and like you, Mark. It's like your kids are now grown, but even then, you're like, or you, Mark, mm-hmm. dude. I for me, I'm like, how do you? What? How do you guys do that? <laughs> like the priority go is, is so is good, but then you know how do you financially pull that off? I'm like, man. well, it's planning, exactly. And, my point and, like, and budgeting. It and takes it, effort and energy. Yeah, right. But I like you know, like Marcus, I have a house. I've got projects I have to do, and those take a lot of priority over mm-hmm. Disneyland stuff. And so for me, it's just you know, I I have to push it off a little bit because it's not. Super important, but I mean that doesn't doesn't mean I don't want to go. No, and and that's the thing is like we still want to go. Yeah, end of the day we still want to go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's still no place I'd rather be. Like I know you really think it's just about making it happen. Yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. A whole different story. Yeah, and again, I mean the the I think I said it before, and I've been saying it for a while now. I think we're in a very interesting time. Not only in I mean you want to look at like in the real world IRL, but. When it comes to Disney's timeline and Disneyland's timeline, we're in a very interesting time because I think we're at a point where, and I said it last week and I'll say it again, we're at a point where the flux, we're in a flux. A lot of things can change, and I think that we're, we're, we're poised to have a lot of things happen with certain moves in a very, very positive way. Mm-hmm. Where we will look at the park and go like, yep, I know the price is high, but I don't care. Like, this is what they're doing. I want to go do that i want to go support that they're right on the cusp i mean i i feel like that 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 titanic or another big boat is is turning i really really do so prices are not going to go down right but provide the value for the exact dollar so disney just regained the the faith that a lot of people had and regained that feeling of money well spent yeah okay Awesome. So just real, just real quick, Marcus. So you're saying your boys pay their own way for their tickets? They do now, yeah. I got to get that. Well, I don't know about the technique down. One, <laughs> if you can get a job. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Cool. That's, cool. that's a side subject. Yeah, good for you, though. Good for you. <laughs> okay, well, that's all that stuff. I think we're going to go to the feature presentation, which is going to be the food. Um, Udi's going to go over the list for the new options ever for San Francisco. Yeah, that sound good? So here's the feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. Okay, so here we are with the feature presentation. Udi's going to walk through the food as only Udi can. Um, I need a beer. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not drinking beer. Okay, so we, this is all the food that's found where at San Francisco. The new, I mean, we talked about it. Was it last week, the week before, or ep- last episode, of the episode before? Like, I can't wait because they were talking about food and how they're getting closer. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see what they're going to do with food, and then boom, yes, it dropped. Marcus, how important is food to you going to Disneyland? Well, I find that if I don't eat, 
um, I don't make it very far into the park. <laughs> so I consider it to be pretty important. <laughs> oh, smart answer there. Uh, but I mean, does it? I mean, I understand it's, it's important. It's not. It's not. I won't make special trips based on food. Um, but no, but if you're there and you see like all oh, these this place is having this, would you go over there and check it out, or would your family do that or anything? Not really. No. Okay. It yeah, it takes pretty low priority. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, not that. Yeah, I would. I I kind of wish it did take a higher priority. It just I don't know why it just doesn't. You need to be in the show with Jay next time because Jay will set you straight. Oh no, I, I've <laughs> I've heard Jay talk. <laughs> And you're like, what are you talking about? Oh, I love it. I, I, I love it so much. He's into so many, just, he yeah. has a completely different angle. I'm like, whoa. Well, you know what I, lo- I love about Jay? Jay. Shout out to Jay. Yeah. Is he's really, really good at like when he's talking about the food, like yeah. how he describes the food. Like, oh, yeah. You, you're In my mind, I'm like, oh, I totally get it. Right. Like you get the feeling you can almost, I feel like you can almost taste it just on his description, the textures and how it, how it tastes and, and, and everything when he starts going. And the other thing that I love about Jay is how he gets really passionate. about. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's totally passionate yeah. about it. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I love it when he's on. We got to see if that guy's around in September. Oh, to go meet up. I hope so. Jay, September, reach out to Mark. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um, sorry about food that. Blog. And, and obviously, uh, when this does get released, we'll get Jay's take on, on this stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So we're gonna go. Uh, Disney Parks blog put out an, an article, basically introducing a, their food guide to the new uh, San Francisco for all of those who want to go along. Go to DisneyParksBlog.com and it'll be there. Um, so. Where do I begin? Where do I begin? Um, at the top. Well, at the scroll, top. Scroll down a little bit. At the top were the words. Were the words. Okay, so le- let's start the Lucky Fortune Cookery. Uh, and this is going to be available the 19th. So by the time this is out. Whoa, that's next week. It'll be for more mo- uh, mobile ordering. Yep, it'll be next week. So by the time this is cow. out, this will be available already. So it makes uh, me go like, how far along are they? I, I got to go looking. Okay, so the food items at the Lucky Fortune Cookery is that new? No, this is this has been there. The 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 Lucky Fortune has been around. Yeah, that, that's what I thought. Because but maybe this is but maybe these are new items. Okay, so here we go. Uh, the the Kerrang inspired crispy chicken sandwich with slaw, um, and tog- oh man, I don't know how to say it. Togarashi mayonnaise on a potato bun served with garlic chips. That's new. That's it. Okay, that's a crispy chicken sandwich at Lucky Fortune. Okay, I'm down. I don't know about that mayonnaise. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I haven't heard of that mayonnaise before. I wonder what, what that what's is. What's togarashi? That's what I don't know. See, Jay would go with this. I know. This. He would totally be like, oh, that's this. Now, here's one that I do know. And this one, I'm like, oh. Okay. Okay, so next one is a beef birria mm-hmm. ramen with consomme, served with house-made birria, soft-boiled egg, Monterey Jack, cilantro, roasted corn, onions, and a radish. That sounds amazing. Again, we, we talked about BDI before. We talked about BDI with Jay. Yeah. BDI is so good. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Is that? Is there a picture of that thing? No, I don't see it. No. Okay, okay. It doesn't look like it. No, okay. it sounds really, really good, though. I'm, I'm scrolling. Yeah, I don't see it. Um... Anyway, so yeah, there's a chicken sandwich. The chicken sandwich is on the very first picture there. Oh, but see. anyway, okay. So oh, that's that is okay. 
Um, but anyway, so we've talked about video before. It, it's one of those com- complex kind of recipes that you've got to do right. That Oh, man, I hope they pull Can your mom off. make it? My mom can make it. We've had it. Dude, I talked to your mom last week. She shouldn't. I'm, uh, next time I see her, I'm gonna have, ask her make, make, to make me some. Oh, good luck with that. With Bidia, yeah. She won't. She won't do it. Oh, she might, but she's gonna be like, "That's gonna be a while." But okay. Uh, okay. So the other one is, um, uh, what is the next one? Uh, yaki udon, udon with mushroom, sugar, snap peas, roasted red peppers, uh, bok choy, and dark soy and Hussein sauce. That's new and it's plant based. Not my avenue. For no, that. not mine either. That sounds. What good. about you? That sounds good to me. Does okay. it? Okay. A- everything there sounds good. Bok choy is like probably well, uh, probably my second favorite vegetable. Is it I really? Love, yeah, I okay. love bok choy. Well, especially grilled. Oh, yeah. Chop is it in half and throw it on the grill. Yeah. Oh. I don't get that very often, but I do oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, do you yeah. put like salt and pepper on it, or just boom? Yeah. No, straight. salt, pepper, and garlic. And, and then yep. you're good. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. All right. Maybe a little olive oil. Okay. Okay, and then the uh, other one, next one up is the Baymax macaroon filled with uh, chocolate, hazelnut spread, and buttercream. That actually looks like Baymax. Okay. I don't know what you have. I'm not, I don't know. When it comes to macaroons, I'm so hit or miss with macaroons. Just me. I don't know why. Not a dessert guy or a cookie guy like that. Like, I'm an ice cream guy. My daughters would love that, though. Yep. I'm an ice cream guy. Okay. Um, well, there's two of the... Yeah, oh, did we miss one? No, it doesn't matter. One was plant based, and one of them is not. One has chicken. That yaki udon. Oh yeah, it's the same thing, but with chicken. Of oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with with yeah, it has chicken. One's plant based, and one has chicken with mushrooms. Sorry, okay, I missed. I did miss that. No, that's fine. I just. Uh, yeah, because I saw yaki udon. I'm like next. Oh. Okay. Um, okay. So next oh. one after that is going to be uh, what? What are you you thinking? Okay, pork wonton nachos. Uh, Hoisin glazed pork, cheese um, sauce, spicy aioli, pickled cabbage, jalapenos, and toasted sesame seeds. Hmm. Man, I want to, like, that looks, that looks interesting. It <laughs> looks very messy. I don't know if I'd eat that. That looks interesting, though. Because you have the wonton, right? It's fried, and you have everything on top of it. Man, I don't know if I'd eat that. You, That's got to be that, right? Yeah, it's that. Yeah. Oh. Because it's a wonton, right? Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be your. That's gonna be your like your chip, like your tortilla chip. Yeah. Yeah, I may not feel good after eating that. <laughs> well, you. I think you're gonna need a lot. <laughs> looks like you're gonna need a lot of napkins too. Yes. No, I, I'm looking. Okay, so I'm looking at the food, right? Uh-huh. And, and just the general presentation. They're all the presentation is right, but I'm like, you know, I think you're right. Like a lot of the foods, like man, we're gonna be needing forks and. Yeah. Like there's, it doesn't. I don't get that feeling other than like the the wontons. That's not like finger food. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know how many of these you want to eat before you go to ride, you know. I don't care. Gar- I'll, um, I'll go. Guardians of the Galaxy. Holy cow, that would be a bad idea. Oh, man, that would be hilarious. Okay. Okay, so then we have a teriyaki chicken with sautéed vegetables and steamed rice. A classic. pretty basic classic. Sure. And the picture there, honestly, the picture, that I feel look, like it could, looks good. Yeah, I like Yeah, I like teriyaki. A good teriyaki For is sure. good to have. Um. Okay, I don't know how to say this one. Bulgogi? Beef bulgogi burrito. Um, yeah, I don't know what sesame, that is. Sesame, rice, cabbage, and garlic chips. I honestly don't know what that is. Now I'm going to look that up. If, yeah, if only we had a... A food expert. Well, yeah. or, or some sort of a service at our fingertips that could... Oh, yeah, for know, sure. Yeah. ...define bulgogi for us. Bulgogi. Bulgogi is a Korean 
North Korean thing. It's basically kind of like, uh, um, literally means fire meat. Oh, so a spicy, mm. probably. Spicy meat. No, 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 fired, like cooked. Oh, not, not like hot. So um, uh, it can be stir-fried uh, or sir, it's sirloin, ribeye, or brisket kind of meat. Mm. So it's okay. basically kind of like a grilled meat. Okay. 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 Cool. With Korean, like, uh, from North Korea is where that Honestly. Is. We will get Jay. I'm going to message Jay and say, please try this stuff because this is right up his alley. Oh, yeah, totally, totally, totally. So other than the comedy of me doing this, this is the whole reason. But anyway. The comedy um, of <laughs> Okay. Okay, so the pot stickers, uh, crispy vegetable and chicken pot stickers. Always yeah, good. Yep. They're good, but yeah, I'd probably pass on those. You can get those anywhere, right? Yeah. But I don't care. Of, that's oh, kind of like ooh, a downer. I'll, I'll eat pot stickers anytime. Oh, would you? Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I love them, too. I, love them I don't too. even care if I'm hungry. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like, is that a pot sticker I smelled? Give me yeah. some. Yeah. Well, next time you're here, Marcus, I will have some of those Ling Ling ones from Costco. Perfect. Oh, the, I love those Ling Ling ones. <laughs> I know. They're good, right? <laughs> I love them. I'll have them all cooked up, and so yeah. we can just sit there and eat. And I'm sure the audience will love it. Yep. yep I know. <laughs> okay. So here are the kids' meals that are there. They're going to be teriyaki chicken with the vegetables. And, uh-huh. and the rice. Um, chicken and rice with vegetables and steamed rice. So just chicken and rice or the teriyaki version. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the yaki udon uh, with mushroom, sugar snap, peas, bok choy, dark soy sauce, and seen sauce. So that one's there. Now here is going to be the interesting one, right? What's that? The specialty beverages. beverages. Oh, so uh, the lychee, lychee tea. Golden Peak unsweetened black tea with premium lychee syrup and lychee coconut jelly, non-alcoholic. Uh-huh. That looks crazy. Well, that looks crazy, but I really want to try that. Like it's one of those drinks that as, looks kind of crazy. As but long I, as it's not too sweet. Oh, I don't even care about that. Uh, I'm just when, <gasps> jelly. They've got jelly. They put jelly in a drink. I've never seen that before. Udi says coconut uh, jelly. Okay. Okay, so that one I would try. Yeah, no, as long as it's not too sweet. I, yeah, I would try it. If it's too sweet, I wouldn't enjoy it. What about you, Mark? Uh, this looks a lot like the Honey Buzz at uh, Pim's Test Kitchen, which I did not like whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't do well with super sweet stuff. I know you like it. I don't mind it at yeah, all. It doesn't yeah. bother you. But no. I, I, you know what? I'd probably try it if, if, it was, if, if we got one. I would, I would try it. Yep. So the other one, Thai, thai tea, sea salt cream, and brown sugar boba. <sighs> I'm not a fan of boba. No. But I would try that. I would try that, too. I, boba, to me, is just weird. Yeah, I don't care for boba, but yeah. I, I love Thai tea. Yeah, that would be great, too. I want to try that one, too. Okay, so, so far, two out of two I want to try. I'd probably order it without the boba. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, no, if I'm with my nie- my nephews or niece and back here, go have the boba. Oh. They love that. I don't I'm like, all right, go for it. That last drink, though, looks good. <laughs> okay, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> so then they have hot green tea. Nah. Um, I can't get that anywhere. So they, then they have a Japanese rice lager, which I probably would try. Would try. What do mm-hmm. you think? Yeah. yeah, Marcus. Yeah, I'd try it. I've never it, even had a Anamachi rice Japanese. I, ha, I haven't either. That's why I try it. Um, now well, here's the one. Uh, huh? Uh, okay, no, go ahead. No, he, okay. So the last one that Mark was talking about is the the alcoholic one that is in there. Uh, this is the strawberry uh, lychee cocktail. Mm-hmm. So vodka, lychee liqueur. Premium strawberry syrup and fresh lemon juice with sliced strawberry garnish. That looks really refreshing. Yeah, that is the word I'm thinking too. See, again, I'm thinking I'm thinking too sweet. Because like you brought up the one at Pim's Ch- Pim's Kitchen. Yeah. Because I I got something at, at Pim's Kitchen. I don't remember what it was, but it was 
oh my oh god, it just tasted like syrup. Yeah, was it um, like cough syrup or something? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Like, this is not good. Yeah. Um, so it's I, it just boils down to how how well it's mixed. If there's too much syrup in it, then it's going to be. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I get that. It's going to be disgusting. Okay. And, well, to my palate. Yep. And that that is everything. That's the new, the menu going forward. Um, at Lucky Fortune Cookery. Yeah. That's going to be, and like I said, by the time this is uh, published, it will be available for mobile ordering. So, yeah, we need Jay. Yes, I'll send, I'll send, I'll send him a message and see if he's going to go anytime soon because he'll, this is right up his alley. Oh, right up his alley, like brand new food offerings, like, let's go. Yep. Let's go. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Try to be friendly. Okay, all right. So here is coming soon from the Cochina Cucamonga Mexican Holy Grill. Holy cow, Udi. These things look great. Yes. I, I, I don't know. If, if, if it's just... <sighs> Not to skip Man. ahead, but that second one, I will, I'll be What's making a special one? trip I'm for that. I'm looking at the pictures. Well, the second picture, too. Yep. I'll, I'll be making uh, a special trip for that. Okay, so this one is going to be available on the 26th of July. What? What's the, what's the delay? I know, right? Uh, well, it must okay. be like slow, slow. Mexican food takes longer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Holy crap! So, Udi, uh, okay, you're the resident expert here with this stuff. All right. So let me let me begin. Uh, so um, they're gonna do with um, the <laughs> the corn. Okay. So San Francisco style street corn. Now they're making that up because what does that even mean? Right. <laughs> so again, with the togarashi mayonnaise, queso fresco. Uh, what is that? Furikake. For, for Furikake, uh, and bonito flakes served with wheat chicharrones. Okay. Okay. So that is basically like. How can I put it? It's corn. Okay. So it's an olote. For everybody who knows, like that to me looks really good. It looks really good. Is it is it spicy? You think? Yeah. Is it's it going to have a little bit to it? Probably not a lot, uh, but it has a little bit. It probably ha- it should have a little bit of tang to it. I would try that. And then the chicharron is okay, but whatever. Um, what do you think those things are to the side? Those are chicharrones. What's mm-hmm. that? Okay, so chicharron oh, wagon wheels. Yeah, it's a wagon wheel. <laughs> yeah. But uh, okay, so they're wheat chicharrones. So they're not really chicharrones. They're basically like a pork rind. Oh, okay. But it's not, it's wheat. Okay, so it's healthy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so here's the one that Marcus was talking about, right? Yes, yes, yes. The quesabria. So <laughs> it's birria, okay? Uh, street taco, braised beef with cheese tacos with tomatillo salsa and consomme. So, dude. Wow. That looks all kinds of good. Yeah. I'm going to need some Tums before and after. But. <laughs> That's convenient because it's actually served with a side of Tums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does come with radishes. So. Oh, yeah. That's kind of the, well, the, the Mexican one, I'm Tums. I'm really, really wondering how their tomatillo is going to be. Because a good tomatillo will add to that like no other. Right, right. That's what I'm really curious I, about. I assume well, that's a layman's term. Is that like a tomato-based salsa? Yes, the sauce. Yeah, the salsa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little more s- saucy than I don't know. It's, it, That's yeah, fair. Not fair. thick. It's it's kind of like I I dip in it. In the, oh, okay. You can dip in it. Yeah. Oh, is that what that bowl is next to? Correct. It, you think? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. now I see it. Gotcha. Okay, so you would dip it in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or you could. 
Those look super good. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, uh, and you know, you figured you'd get one of these. A carne asada street street style taco. Mm -hmm. Citrus marinade grilled steak tacos with crushed crushed avocados and fuego salsa. Mm. That looks good. Yep. It's funny though, like I would grab a fork and just eat the middle out and not eat tortillas. That's how I'm a weirdo like that. Wow. Like I like tortillas, but man, I'd rather just... I'm not. It adds to it. I'm I not mean, supposed to eat tortillas, but I you're like, them. I'm gonna eat a tortilla. <laughs> I'll put it this way: I try to reduce my tortilla intake. Yeah. Um, okay. So al pastor style tacos, pineapple um, achote, marinated pork tacos with crushed avocados and jalapenos. So basically, um, pork, sweet pork. Yep. Yep. Sounds good. Yep. Same basic thing. So another street style taco that which they're coming out like. Um, and then here's the next one. So basically you're getting kind of like, th that's going to be, if I'm going to equate it, that's going to be like their carnitas. Okay. Because it's pork. And then you have your, your, your beef and then now the chicken, right? So pollo asado, we all know what that is. Same basic thing as the beef, the chote marinated grilled chicken tacos with the avocado and the salsa. Um, all look good. I mean, they're all street style tacos. So um, not... I'm not surprised that they're doing this at all out of there. So, I mean, they've apparently they've had them there. The only one they're adding, oh, they've had them there, but the new one is the, uh, the elote, basically. But anyway, um, okay. So, um, but I'm wondering, see, this is where I fail because I don't know their menu from before and if this is an improvement on, on their recipes or not. It doesn't look like it, but I don't know. Okay. Okay, so anyway, so here is um, Tacos Dorados de Papa. So these, if you've ever had these, are really good. Okay, so crispy potato tacos topped with cabbage, slaw, creme, crema, tomatillo, salsa. So have you ever had a potato taco? No, but I want one. They're pretty good. Yeah. They're pretty good. Where, where can I get those? Uh, Disneyland, San Francisco. Well, no, no. But no, but I think, dude. I deserve that. I'm okay. trying to think of here in town. When's the last time I had one here in town? It's been a minute. But I remember thinking, oh, my God, these are so good. When was that? Was that Ch uh, Chondos? It might have been Chondos. Mm. Now I'm going to have to look it up. Okay. So so they're basically refried beans, uh, frijoles, charros. Yeah. And then lime cilantro rice. I hope they do that well. Wait, wait, wait. But back up. It's not just basically refried beans. It's got bacon. Well, chorizo and bacon it's and stewed uh, pinto yeah, beans. Yeah, yeah, Okay. So the chorizo and bacon. The chorizo make a difference. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair, 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 fair. Ooh, chorizo. That sounds good. Kids taco. You know, okay. what? this is why food has never been all that important to me, because I, I don't look at these before I go, because now it's going to be a very different trip this, <laughs> this next time. Yeah, yeah. 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 For sure. Um, lime cilantro rice. I hope it's not too liney. That makes sense. The problem with mm -hmm. most lime cilantro rice that I've had that I don't like is because they overdo the lime. Chipotle? Or the cilantro. Do you, do, you like, do you like the one there at Chipotle? You don't? Oh, okay. Well, it depends on if they mix it right when they put the lime. Because mm. I've had it where you had none of that lime, and they've had it where I'm like, have a bite. I'm like, oh my lord, nothing but lime. So it depends on how they mix it. That's why I'm wondering. Um, all right. So the kids' meal are carne asada taco and a pollo asada taco. That's it. Okay. okay. So they don't have, they only have one that looks like one new specialty beverage, but um, 
Orchada. I don't need to add anything else. For all of you who know Orchada, it's Orchada. Have okay. you had Orchata? I have. Orchata? Mm-hmm. Best Orchata I've ever had is a small little uh, restaurant out of Davis, California. Best Orchata, period. I had it at AM PM. That's not Orchata. <laughs> You need to go. Chungus. You need to go. <laughs> you need to go back and yell at him for okay trying to for even calling it horchata. Yeah, like I don't know what or well, I don't know what this is, but it's not horchata. Um, mm. Anyway, okay. However, the new item. The new item is the the melon cocktail. So tequila, melon liqueur, fresh lemon juice, uh, ogreet top, and ogreet uh, topped with a cherry. Again, another refreshing-looking drink. Mm-hmm. I'll try I'll drink it. I would drink that. I love melon-flavored stuff. Yeah, I do, too. I would try it. Okay, so then they have their margarita that they had before. Um, a mango-flavored hazy IPA. No, thank you. Modelo Especial. What's that? It's a beer <laughs> number. Spanish for water. It's <laughs> Exactly. It's the Nuts Corona. Um, Modelo Especial, number one beer in America. Um <laughs> Thank you, Eddie, for that <laughs> public <laughs> announcement. <laughs> we all needed that. In case you didn't know, number one beer in America. Okay, uh, Citrus Michelada with Bootleggers IPA and Citrus Michelada with Modelo Especial. Honestly, not the IPA, but the Modelo Especial, that would actually probably be pretty good for a Michelada. Michelada, have you had, Mark, have you had a Michelada? What's a Michelada? Is that with the clam juice in it? Yeah. No, 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 nope. no, no, and the, no. And the no. Oh, come on. Udi, you can have it all. Yeah. You guys suck. You, uh, you, in fact, you got that w- when we were there. I did. And I go, you can just stay away from oh, it. Oh, man, that's so good. No, no, so no, good. no, no. Anyway. Clam- that clamato, whatever that crap is you like. No, thank you. It's good. Great. It's good. Okay. Um, okay, so uh, coming soon, Rita's Turbine Blenders, available July 26th again. Still blending another couple weeks. <laughs> okay, so um, we'll go through there. And this is going to be... Tur- okay, turbine, tw- turbine Twirler with choice of frozen wild cherry, frozen uh, lemon lime, uh, frozen lemon lime, frozen strawberry, or frozen blue raspberry slushy topped with peach, gummy ring, and that's non-alcoholic. That's, mm. that's all kinds of sweet. That's probably right up your alley. Mm, I would I, I'd probably try it. Not going to lie. I'll, I'll try it, Ben. Need, uh, cu- need an extra shot of insulin. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that one is a new one. Okay, so Rita's Lemon Lime Margarita with strawberry cream flavored uh, cocoa biscuit stick. Um, I don't know. I'm not a big margarita guy, but it doesn't sound bad. No. Okay, so Rita's Grand Lemon Lime Margarita with a splash of liqueur with strawberry cream-covered uh, cocoa biscuit stick. That one with the uh, with the liqueur at, changes it for me. Have you ever had one of those? Like a like a I'm trying to think of the. It's a little different recipe to a classic margarita. It makes it a little bit more strong. I can't mm-hmm. think of the name. No, but anyway, um, I'm I'm just trying to wrap my head around the cream-covered cocoa biscuit stick. Yeah, it was a biscuit stick. Well, and, I don't know. And what's that I'm doing in a margarita? I don't. <laughs> it's coconut, and they throw it in there. It's a garnish. Okay. Like cocoa and lemon lime? But I don't know. I see a picture of a biscuit stick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rita's strawberry margarita with strawberry covered cocoa biscuit stick. Uh, we're getting the theme there, right? <laughs> yeah. And then the same thing Rita's grand strawberry with a splash of liqueur. 
and that's there, and those are going to be available also. Okay. So, Aunt Cass Cafe. Okay. This is um, again. I see something that Udi. I mean that um, that um, Jay alluded to, and that's the very last item in this first section. But we'll get to that. Oh my lord! Yep. 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 And I have yet to try it, and I gotta go find it. Anyway, okay. Once we get there, most people will be like, oh, we know what we're talking about. Yeah. And I see a picture of it. It looks really good. Okay. So here we go. Uh, curry beef. Uh, beef, carrots, potatoes, and onions cooked with a classic curry topped with rice, pickled ginger, green onions, served with boudin sourdough bread bowl. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Everybody's a yes on that one? Um, uh, there are a few things I'd remove, but yeah, in general, yeah. I'm not sure I'm down with the down with the curry. All right. I probably wouldn't get that if I, if we went here, but... What did you get this next one? The San Francisco Socio clam chowder? Not a clam chowder guy. I am not either. Clam chowder with bacon, potatoes, and a hint of white miso. That would be interesting. Um, served with boudin uh, in a boudin sourdough bread bowl. Mm-hmm. We were wondering what they're going to do with that. There you go. Uh, okay. I like, uh, I like the next one. Just mac and cheese. <laughs> That's the description. Mac and cheese. If you don't know what that is, it's not for you. You, you got the problem. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, soba noodle salad with tofu, cabbage, edamame, carrots, roasted corn, scallions, and cilantro topped with crispy shallots and sesame ginger dressing. Just in case you didn't know, that was plant-based. Mmm. <laughs> Would you get that? You're the you're the salad guy that I know, Mark. I do love salads, but I don't think I'd get that. I Too mean, much? I would try it. If my, my wife would try that for sure. I would try it. But I'm not sure if I'd drop the full whatever it is, 15, 20 bucks for that. Yep. Well, they have a grilled shrimp soba noodle salad with oh. tofu. Would that 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 move the needle for it you? It might. It might move the needle with shrimp. Yeah, I do. Uh-huh. Li- I do like shrimp. Yeah. No. <laughs> Okay, so here is the one that Mark referenced earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Japanese-style fluffy cheesecake. Yep. Yes. And the only reason why I would try this is because Jay talked yeah. about this. Yep. And I, I go, well, I'm never going to chance to get that anyways. But here it is. Mm-hmm. And I want to. I would order that for sure yep. if it went there. I would. So, nope. Jay, please get that. And let us know. Uh, how you it know, is. I don't even think we have to ask him. I think that'd be like automatic. He's going to be like, I got to try it and see what they Oh, do. and he's going to be critical. Oh, yeah. Rightly so. Love it. Yeah. Oh, but wait a minute. The next food items or things I would get. Okay. So the shrimp katsu sandwich, panko breaded shrimp patty. Oh, not pa- that. No, no. That's where I'm at right there. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, so um, patty on a potato bun with cabbage slaw, spicy mayo, katsu sauce served with garlic chips. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. However, that. <laughs> The fourth item, again, with the mac and cheese. What the heck is that thing? <laughs> okay, so turkey pesto okay. club. Would you do that one? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, I, w- yeah. I would get that. Yeah, roasted turkey breast, pesto aioli, Havarti, bacon, arugula, and tomato on a herb focaccia served with potato chips. Yep. Yep, that and the um, and one of the drinks and the cheesecake, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, hey, steamed rice. That's new. Yeah, okay. well, good. That's what I'm laughing about. Okay, well, I'm glad that that's new. <laughs> sure. Sure it is. 
Okay. Okay, and then they have a boudin sourdough loaf, which is just a round or baguette. So there we go. Plant-based. Okay. Okay, so the kids' meals are turkey sandwich or mac and cheese. Can you imagine buying, like, a loaf of bread there? Yeah. You just buy just buying a loaf of bread? <laughs> just what it says. Yeah. No, but you can, you can no, think about that. You <laughs> could get that and just eat throughout the day. You just break another piece yeah. off and eat it. Sure. If you want to. I could see a baguette, I guess, but... Yeah. Uh-huh. Smacking people with rubber. <laughs> like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hardened clothing people. Anyway. I already see a drink Udi would get. All right. Yep. I see it, too. Yep. Okay. So, honey lemonade. Uh, Minute made lemonade, zero sugar. Uh, yuzu puree with passion fruit and strawberry popping spheres, non-alcoholic. Mm, no. Nope. Mm, a a popping sphere? When I hear zero sugar, that means it tastes like cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. No artificial sweeteners. Yep. They okay. T- this is the one that I would be all over. Oh, yeah. This is... Then I was just called this the, the Udi specialty. Yep. Uh, specialty caramel cream cold brew. Joffrey's... Just saying that made me go like I want. Okay. I love Joffrey's coffee. Joffrey's coffee caramel mudslide cold brew topped with house-made sea salt caramel. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Whip and whipped cream. I need that in my life. Yeah, this is, you might get two of these things. Dude, I'd get like double fisted. I'm like, put it in the cooler. I want another one. <laughs> double fisted. I'd be walking down the, I'd be walking down wire on sugar. Like, anyway. And, and caffeine. Oh, I'd be, I'd be like finishing yeah. one. I'm like, order me two. As, as soon as one comes, I start drinking. It's like, what are you doing? Like, this one's for, as I'm shaking with my hand to grab the next one. But anyway. Mm. All right. Peach, uh, soju, citrus cocktail. Citrus beverage with uh, peach flavored soju. Okay. It sounds really peachy. Yeah, I like peach. Sure. Yeah. Another. Hey, they're gonna start uh, serving, or are they gonna serve eight oh five. Cool. Yeah. It's yeah. beer. Yeah. Uh, okay. So coming soon. Port of San Francisco, Cerveceria. So it's basically beer. Um, I don't think they add... Oh, they... Uh, it's basically that little... I think it's that little cart. Y- y- oh, uh, yeah. They're going to do garlic pinwheel chips mix. That's new to them. And then they're adding a couple of new beers. Um, uh, Mandarin orange and dragon fruit, which actually fits, right? Um, a hard seltzer. Mark, you'd be all over that. Sure. You're a seltzer guy. Honestly, I would say... 75% of the things we've talked about today are things I would try. Mm-hmm. There are a few things that just are yeah, things I, I like. You know, overall, I mean, I was waiting until the end, but uh, overall, it's looking really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then the other add-on they're doing is uh, that, that Japanese rice lager, which I would try. I would I try that, too. Try. Mm-hmm. Um, then they're going to do what they've had before, because I've had the Sun Blonde from them, and what else did, they, did I have? I think that's the only one I've ever had. Oh, oh the well, Red the Trolley. Red, yeah, red the, yeah, I've the had the Red Trolley. trolley. Yep, yep. I've had both of them. They're hazies, all right. All their beers okay. Yep. Um, and then they're gonna have a uh, Baymax sipper. Oh yeah. Yippee. But you assume you can't fill with beer. Who says? What's the point? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody says you can't fill it with whiskey. That's true. There you go. Okay, so if you are interested in getting the Baymax sipper, they're going to be located at the Lucky Fortune Cookery, the Cochina Cucamonga, and Aunt Cas uh, Cas Cafe. That's where they're gonna be. It actually looks kind of cool. It, it I'm not does. a huge. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm. I'm not a big 
zipper guy anyway, but yeah. And there we go. But yeah, overall, I mean, I think they look pretty darn good for the for that offering for what they're doing the updates yeah in fact you know i very i think i've only eaten in that area once yeah and it was at the boudin bakery um but now this gives me another now this gives me a reason to go over there and try this stuff i mean everything at um everything at the mexican place was really good yeah all that looks pretty darn good Um, again i'm curious with the media i really really am it's not going to replace Rancho for you, though, huh? No. 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 Well, I'm reading, reading the comments below all that. And it's, oh, that's, uh, what are the comments? Man, it's, it's what you'd expect from a comment section. It's a lot of negativity. Oh. Really? Yeah. I didn't care. Mostly people complaining there's no gluten-free. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Then don't, then don't then go. Then don't go eat there. Then don't go eat there. There are other options for gluten-free. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that was that. Um, so I think that's going to wrap up episode number 177. Uh, we'll leave it with that, leaving you guys hungry. And uh, we will get asked, I'll ask Jay if he'll come back on and talk about some of these items because uh, he will have tried them before we definitely get a chance to do It'll it. It'll be next show at this point. Yeah, for sure. In fact, I'll, I'll reach out to him today to do that. Um, okay. So again, thank you much so much for listening for us to, with us today. Uh, if you want to find out more about us, you can go to info. You can go to leavingtodaypodcast.com. Our information's there. You can send us an email at info at leavingtodaypodcast, or you can DM us via Instagram at uh, leavingtodaypodcast. We also have um, a way to support the show on Patreon. You can do it for one dollars, three dollars, or five dollars, and you can get a T-shirt, sticker, and be on the show for that. That's how we are. Um, Marcus, where can people find you? Uh, pretty much just Instagram. Okay. It's the only one I care to use. So Marcus Butler, Marcus with an I, um, or Mark Butler in the bottom dollar, if you care to hear some old hillbilly songs. And we, and we, and we definitely do. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Awesome. Where can people find you? You can find me on my other show, the Mando show, um, uh, where we talk about Star Wars stuff. Um, uh, then you can also find me on my Instagram and my Twitter, which are both the same, H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E. Um, and you can DM me there. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Well, today has been a very good show. Marcus, thank you for coming by. Thank, thank you. you for having me. Anytime. Anytime you guys are welcome. Um, added a nice question to the show and some nice uh, conversation. is very, very, very good and very welcomed. Um, all right. So that's going to wrap up episode 177. We love you, adventures out there, and we'll see you in the parks. So long. See ya. good button pusher it's okay i can make it work you broke it yeah
Remain seated, please. Permanente status, por favor. Why are you throwing up? You trying to eat all your food before your sister does? Now you can eat that. But you yeah. make me hot. <laughs> it's so close, I can feel it. No bed sheets. Why are you yelling at me? Because I like yelling at you. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> Ow, that hurt. Don't make me smile like that. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> ah, it's like a breath of fresh air. Boy, was my face red.